Blog Talk Radio. The following is a post time with Mike and Mike production. Beckham Z Jam down by the seaside. Beckham Z Jam wins the Breeders' Crown. It's Rock and Run. Mick Wicked on the inside. Mick Wicked to win the Jim York Memorial. Fear the Dragon fights on down by the seaside on the outside. Fear the Dragon down by the seaside. Down by the seaside. And Brian Sears gets up to do it. Keystone Velocity getting closer. Mel Marr looking for the line. Keystone Velocity. Keystone Velocity takes it at the very end. All bets off. Keystone Velocity. Keystone Velocity. And Dan Dubay to win the Potomac Pace. This guy's the Energizer Bunny as they head for the wire fire. Official, official podcast of the sport of harness racing. Post time with Mike and Mike, with co-hosts Mike Carter. And it's bus 936, and bus 936 on the wings of an angel. And Mike Bozich. Outside heaven rocks, but the clock's running out. Filibuster Hanover wins the Commodore Ferry. Going and going. With Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America, is proud to present the 2018 rendition of live racing from Jackson Raceway. Mike Carter will be joined here shortly by Jessica Otten, and we are live from Jackson Raceway in Jackson, Michigan, as we kick off our new vocations telethon campaign. You can hear behind me the races have begun here at Jackson Raceway, uh, just beginning here just a moment ago with the first race of field of Maiden Pacers. Brought to you by Trips Auto and Collision. We're going to have a lot of great things coming up on our program. It's a three-hour broadcast, a new vocations-type telethon. We'll get to that here in just a moment. There are 12 races on the Jackson Raceway program. And we're going to be talking to uh, a few people that have raced here, a few people that have worked here. We're going to be talking to some of the Michigan natives here in just a little bit. We'll be talking to Trish Soulsby at 225. Pat and Bob Miller just stopped by the table. Pat Miller will be driving in today's ninth race at 235. We'll also be talking to Don Frizzell at 3 o'clock. We'll get a bunch more interviews as well throughout the rest of the program. Our, our other teammate, Jessica Otten, will be joining us here in just a, a few moments. And Jessica races horses here in the state of Michigan with her father, Peter Otten. Uh, they race all over the place. They race uh, in Canada. They race at Northfield Downs. They race at Northfield, Scioto, a bunch of places. So it'll be cool to hear uh, some of their stories from Jackson Raceway as well. Don't forget you can donate to our sponsor, New Vocations. New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program makes next, your next horse an ex-racehorse as New Vocations is one of our sponsors here in Post Time with Mike and Mike. And part of our Give Back campaign in 2018 was to 
help raise some money to support their program. We have many ways to do that today. The first way is through our Facebook page. You can visit the Post Time with Mike and Mike um, Facebook page. It is we're talking. Just Cotton's dad uh, just scored a victory here in the first race at uh, Jackson. So uh, a win for the post time with Mike and Mike crew is Jess Cotton's dad scores a victory with number three mom's art for trainer Chris Allen. We'll get back to Jessica here in a moment. But again, you can donate via our Facebook page post time with Mike and Mike. There is an official donation slot um, on the post time with Mike and Mike page that will donate the money. 100% of all proceeds gained today will go to New Vocations Race Horse Adoption Program. Again, 100% of all proceeds go to the Race Horse Adoption Program. You can also visit our website, www.posttimewithmikeandmike.com where our show is currently listening live, but there's a button there. It says click here to find out how you can help. It's you right to the post time with Mike and Mike donation page. You click donate now, and then it allows you to go through the donation process. We're trying to raise um, some funds for new vocations, racehorse adoption program. We ask that you please check them out. Check us out on Facebook at our uh, website, www.posttimewithmikeandmike.com. Check us out on Facebook at Post Time with Mike and Mike. We're going to take a short time out. When we come back, we've got more from Jackson here. You've got Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. At Bet America, we don't do promotions only for new players. As a regular player at BetAmerica.com, you can take advantage of several promotions each week. Go to BetAmerica.com slash extra and visit our promotions calendar and find out how you can get double wager reward points on our featured tracks. It's just another reason why it's time to play the Bet America way. Embroidery Unlimited is a premier provider of quality embroidery, screen printing, and promotional products. Our commitment to quality and pride in our work is second to none. We focus on quality and customer service. For all of your stable or business needs, Embroidery Unlimited is the number one provider in harness racing. Give Jim Winsky a call at 508-485-5522. That's 508-485-5522. Or visit them on the internet at EmbroideryUNL.com. That's EmbroideryUNL.com. Embroidery Unlimited. Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America, hits the road in 2018 by coming to your city starting on Saturday, May 26th for the Camelot Classic at Western Fair Raceway. On Saturday, June 16th, we invade Mohawk Racetrack for the very first time as we broadcast the Pepsi North America Cup. On Sunday, July 8th, is the New Vocations Telethon at Jackson Fairgrounds in Jackson, Michigan. Saturday, July 14th is our first trip of the year to Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment as we head to the Meadowlands page. On Saturday, August 4th, we return to the Hamiltonian State. We return to Hoosier Park Racing and Casino on Friday, August 10th for the Dan Patch Stakes and back again on Friday, September 21st for the Hoosier Pacing Derby. For more information, visit posttimewithmikeandmike.com.
We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Carter, alongside of Mike Bozich and Jess Scott. We're going to join Jess Scott now, who is sitting with. We're going to join Jess Scott, who's standing with winning trainer Chris Allen. Hey guys, I'm here with Chris Allen, trainer of the horse that just won the first race at the Remembering Jackson event. Um, when I was growing up, I remember riding in the truck and trailer with Two-Tone, which is his nickname, always coming down here to race. What does it mean to you to win another race here at Jackson one last time? Oh, I guess it's uh, a little bittersweet, so to speak. Uh, you know, I grew up here as a kid and uh, made the winter circle quite a few times here. Uh, but all in all, to see the people here having a good time, so one more time, can't beat her. Um, how did you pick your driver? You know, Pete's a good friend of mine. We eat dinner quite often together. Uh, you know, he's just a character. And uh, I said, well, come on, Peter. We're going to go to Jackson one more time. So here we are. And there you guys have it. Trainer Chris Allen, winner of the first race at the Remembering Jackson event. Back to you, Mike. Thank you, Jess Cotton. <laughs> joined by winning trainer Chris Allen, just winning the first race. And her dad, Peter Otten, scores with Mom's Art, the five-year-old Bay Mare, owned by Linda Pelshaw of Imlay City, Michigan. Race number two is up next. The field of maiden pacers brought to you by American One Credit Union. Rob Harmon drives the four row at ten. It's an interesting field, and if I had to do some handicapping in this race, I would tell people to put their tickets in number two, May West's bucket. May West has been racing on the Ohio uh, Fair Conference uh, circuit uh, last race at Pauline and Marion back on July the 2nd. The line still to be announced here. Uh, Don Harmon picks up the drive trainer. Anthony Smith is the uh, trainer of number two, May West. Lots of fun things going on here at Jackson. If you happen to be listening to us live here at Jackson Raceway, there are more tickets for sale under the main concourse level uh, just to our table's right. Feel free to stop by and say hello. Um, If you're listening to this program and you um, have memories from Jackson Raceway and you're here on the grounds here this afternoon, make sure you stop by and we'd love to sit down and do an interview with you as... um, We'd love to sit down and do an interview and, um, you know, kind of talk about the old memories of Jackson Raceway. Jackson Raceway uh, began its program on September 1st, 1948. 2,600 people converged on the fairgrounds here in Jackson, and... uh, they, they handled what they uh, would, what we now call paramutual wagering. Uh, Mose Hanover, a gelding pacer owned by a Jackson industrialist, won three races um, in the same day to sweep the big $1,200 invitational event and was the betting favorite. Uh, so lots of interesting historical things going on here at Jackson Raceway. Again, make sure that you stop by the post time with Mike and Mike table. We'd love to uh, sit down and chat with you some. We're going to take one more quick commercial break. When we come back, uh, we'll talk more about the racing here at Jackson. You've got post time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. Post time, gates moving. They're off and it is on. Every year, the Harness Horse Youth Foundation travels the country to share the love of harness racing with the next generation. The Harness Horse Youth Foundation educates, introducing youth to new friends and opportunities. 
the Harness Horse Youth Foundation has been a positive influence in the lives of thousands of young people since 1976. Learn how you can support bringing kids and horses together, building a stronger future for the sport. Visit hhyf.org. That's hhyf.org. We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Carter alongside of Jessica Otten as we celebrate Jackson Harness Raceway here in Jackson, Michigan. We're going to get back to the racing here momentarily. Again, don't forget you can give to our sponsors new vocations. There's a couple of different ways that you can donate to the cause. You can head to their website, newvocations.org, and click the Donate button at the top of their screen. You can also head to our website, posttimewithmikeandmike.com. Click the How You Can Help page. You can also donate via our Facebook page. There is an official link on our Facebook page. Uh, to donate to New Vocations Race Horse Adoption Program. Make sure you click the Donate button, and then you just fill out the information um, on the website. It'll ask you how much you want to down, donate, $10, $20, $50, $100, or there's an other box. Um, you can ask it to be a one-time or a monthly donation. So, again, make sure that you head to posttimewithmikeandmike.com's Facebook page. So, again, we'll get Jess Gotten here momentarily. We're going to talk to uh, many other people from the harness racing program here in Jackson, Michigan. But quickly, we're going to jump into some harness racing news from last night. How about Ariana G, who rolled in a world record time last night in the graduate final, winning in 150-2. and two. She became a, excuse me, the Mayor took on the boys, and she defeated Moonshiner Hanover by three and a quarter lengths. And Moonshiner Hanover has been racing extremely, extremely well uh, for trader Chris Beaver. So for Ariana G to kind of bounce back off of that effort was kind of cool to see. The time was the fastest ever by a four-year-old female trotter on a mile track. The previous record of 151 uh, was shared by three people, Misty Woman, uh, a mare named Hanalor Hanover, an emoticon Hanover, who defeated Hanalor Hanover in one start last year. Ariana G is a Dan Patch Award winner at two and three, and uh, has sur- surpassed two million dollars in career earnings. We're going to talk more about some of the harness racing news here in just a few moments, but let's j- skip gears and we will talk about foiled again at some point today. The gutsy 14-year-old will take on foes at Harris, Philadelphia. Mike Bozich will bring us the live call of Foiled Again's race uh, around 4 o'clock. So we're going to cover some Foiled Again action here at Jackson Raceway. Uh, we'll have that live call for you here in just a little bit. Next week, we will be live from the Crawford Farms Meadowlands Pace. And speaking of the Meadowlands Pace, Stay Hungry and Courtly Choice romped in their eliminations last night. Uh, Stay Hungry uh, raced extremely well with Doug McNair in the sulky. Uh, Doug McNair saying that the trip worked out great and he got the job done. And he said that the trips have not worked out 100% for him. We'll get back to those Meadowlands Pace eliminations. Here in just a couple of minutes, race number two, stepping out of the racetrack here at Jackson Raceway, brought to you by American One Credit Union. As James Witherite calls the field postword with the bugle call, we're going to start here with number one, Tell a Woman. Tell a Woman is owned by Harry Miller. Kim Fuda trains and drives the one, Tell a Woman. Two in the field is May West, owned by Anthony Smith. Anthony does the conditioning. Don Harmon will be the ringsman. 
Three, a Rockahula baby is owned by Catherine Pippin, Ronnie Moad. Uh, Eric Johnson trains. Lindy, Lindsay Moen will drive. Four, Roatan is owned by Gary Clark. Krista Hartman trains. Rob Hartman will be in the sulky. We're going to try to get Rob here to sit down and do an interview with us here in just a couple of moments. And the five, Haley's Durrell is owned and trained by Bart Steimer. Bart will direct. That is the field of five for race number two here at Jackson Raceway. Take a short time out. When we come back, we'll have race number two live from Jackson Raceway. New Vocations Resource Adoption Program. Retrain, rehab, rehome. New Vocations focuses on adoption as the optimal solution for the large numbers of horses that leave the track each year. The program provides rehabilitation and transitional training to prepare the horses for a productive life beyond racing. Each horse is evaluated for temperament, soundness, and suitability to help ensure a successful adoptive match. New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program, celebrating 25 years and over 6,000 horses placed. Learn more at newvocations.org. We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Carter alongside of Mike Bozich. We're going to set it upstairs for the live call of race number two to James Witherite, who is the race caller here at Jackson Raceway. Again, we'll get it up to him here momentarily. Here's James Witherite with the live call.
So trader driver Kim Pluta drives number one, tell a woman to victory. In race number two, it's the second career uh, victory for number one, tell a woman who qualified recently at Northville Downs, won by a five and a three quarter lengths. Um, in that addressing, uh, James Witherite said that tell a woman one by four lengths. So two races in the books, 10 races left to go here at Jackson Raceway. Again, if you're on the ground, lots of great things going on, some food vendors, um, drink vendors as well. Make sure you stop and uh, say hello to some of those people. Uh, we'll be talking to some of the trainers and drivers who raced here at Jackson Raceway um, over the years, 70-plus uh, years that they have been racing here at Jackson Raceway, and uh, it's all going to end today after the 12th race. Well, like I said earlier, uh, we're going to be talking some foiled again uh, here in just a little bit. This foiled again races at uh, Harris of Philadelphia. He's going for win number 100, and I'll tell you one thing about foiled again. Boy, is he gutsy, and his last couple of starts have been very good. He's kind of put on a, a very good effort over the past couple of starts, and uh, has looked sharp in both of those efforts. <clears throat> okay, we're going to take a short time out. We'll come back with more. Jessica Otten, though, is on site with our winner. We've got Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. Attention all breeding funds. Did you know Pacing for the Cure has a stud fee for scooter program? Your stud fee donations will help those living with MS with severe mobility limitations obtain a scooter and be able to continue to enjoy their love of harness racing. Contact Jeff at pacingforthecure.org if you'd like to make a donation. Mike? In case you haven't noticed, Mr. Bill G. has begun pacing for the cure for multiple sclerosis. Join in on the fun and weekly contest on Facebook to guess where he will place in each race. Like and share our page. Great prizes available for the lucky winners. Better yet, come out to the racetrack and watch him race live. Let's start a Mr. Bill G. fan club and start blogging on the journey page of the pacingforthecure.org website. Once again, that's pacingforthecure.org. We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Ben America. Mike Carter, alongside of Jessica Otten, we're live from Jackson Raceway. And joining us now is Patricia Miller. And Patricia will drive number one, keep the cash in race number nine. But you guys, you and your husband have raced here for years. Uh, kind of talk about uh, some of the uh, early memories that you have of Jackson and uh, what, you, what made you guys uh, start racing here. Oh, hi. Thanks, Mike. Um, I've, I raced here until Jackson closed about 15 years, but my husband's been here about 40 years. And I got to want to drive by watching him and also by watching one of our Michigan's famous drivers, Daryl Wright. He drove for us. He and Mariah have been around forever. And the more I watched Daryl, the more I thought it looked like a heck of a lot more fun than standing in the barn doing nothing. Totally makes sense. Now, after 70-plus years, obviously, it's got to be sad to see the race track go. But what's it been like to kind of watch the races uh, out here uh, over the past couple of races? Uh, the crowd, it seems like they're really enjoying it. Well, we remember uh, early spring night here when it would be foggy and cool sometimes raining, but people still came. 
people came for the excitement and the fact that you can be right up on the rail and the horses are about two feet away and the sound of them coming down the track is so exciting. And we'd bring a blanket, we'd buy some beer and hot dogs, sit up in the stands and say, wow, Jackson's going to open. Now, one thing about this racetrack uh, that I've kind of looked around and see, they kind of tried to recreate that a little bit with the hot dogs and the beer atmosphere. So that was kind of cool to see. Now, you get to drive in the ninth race. What, what does it mean to you, first of all, kind of a two-part question. Number one, what does it mean to be able to drive in that race? But number two, what would it mean to win the last, uh, on, on the last day? Oh, wow. Well, it would be so exciting. I don't know if I can stand it. <laughs> but it's going to mean a lot because this is the track where I drove so many qualifiers getting my official driving license, my P license, so I could drive at the Paramutual track. So I drove here, drove here, drove here for the judges. And the day I finally got my, my license, it was raining, it was foggy, I was covered with mud, I was all wet, and I stomped into their office and I said, you know, I want my license. And I tripped all over the floor and they finally said, okay. So it means an awful lot to me to drive here one last time because I've driven here any number of times. All right. Well, listen, we certainly appreciate you taking some time to stop out and talk to us. And listen, enjoy the rest of the program. I know uh, Mike Bozich is back home. He's calling races, but he's listening to what's going on. And uh, if you, you know what, give him a shout out real quick. I know you guys knew Mike a little bit, right? Let's give a little shout out before I get off of here to Mike Bosich, who isn't here today. I thought I'd see him, but we sure remember you, Mike, and you're doing great work. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Good luck driving later on, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll be doing an interview with you. All right, that was Patricia Miller. Patricia drives in race number nine here at Jackson. Well, lots of fun things, like I said, going on here at Jackson Raceway. Um, The one thing about Jackson is they really tried to recreate some of the fun things that they had going on. They've got giveaways. They've got dollar beer, dollar hot dogs, lots of fun things going on. And uh, they're still giving tickets away on the lower concourse. Well, let's get back to the Meadowlands pace. Uh, we were talking a little bit about that uh, earlier. Stay Hungry and Courtly at Choice won their respective divisions. And one thing about Stay Hungry um, is the trips, uh, Doug McNair said, haven't worked out 100% of the time. And uh, the story says until Saturday night, that is. McNair was perfect in the bike with Stay Hungry as he had to kind of sit off the pace he sat fifth before the quarter and really had to close strongly on even money a favorite Nutcracker Sweet, who had the lead uh, towards the half at 55 and one. Um, Jess Scott will be joining us here uh, momentarily, um, where she's going to speak with Don and Rob Harmon. Uh, here in just a little bit, drivers and trainers. Again, we'll get to them here in just a few minutes. Um, but trainer Tony Alanya said that Stay Hungry is coming back extremely well. Uh, he's not really a fan of the 5-8 mile track. Uh, he was fourth in the hemp at Pocono Raceway, and uh, Tony Alanya feels that everything is finally coming together for his champion three-year-old Colt. Courtly Choice was one of two horses that supplemented to the Meadowlands pace and 
uh, trainer Blake McIntosh was extremely happy uh, with the way uh, Courtly Choice raced. Obviously, the other um, supplementee was the 4-5 to five favorite, Jimmy Freight, who cut the mile uh, last night uh, but tired late in the stretch. But David Miller drove Courtly Choice absolutely perfect, and he kept up the task. Um, David Miller said he was... Uh, it got away ex- exactly where he expected to, um, that the horse felt really strong. And when he asked him, he paced really hard. So it's been kind of cool to watch Courtly Choice over the past couple of weeks. We'll be joining Jess Scott in here momentarily as she will be talking with Ron and, excuse me, Don and Rob Harmon here in just a couple of minutes. And uh, we're excited to hear from them. I know them from the Colonial Downs days, uh, Don Harmon and Rob Harmon draw drove and bred a lot of the Rompaway Farms uh, things, but uh, in the winter circle, we're going to head to Jessica Otten, who has Kim Pluta. Hey guys, I'm going to hear by Kim Pluta. The winner of the second race is one um, tell a woman, two-year-old Indiana bred filly. Um, tell us a little bit about what you did to help the track get ready for this event. Oh, I've been down here for two weeks screening and watering and dragging and Taking care of it. Now, what does it mean to you to win um, another race here at Jackson? I know you spent a lot of time here over the years racing and winning a lot of races. What, what does it mean to you? Oh, it means the world to me on this day. I mean, this is the last day, and I grew up, I grew up in town here. I'm from Jackson, and, you know, it's the greatest feeling ever today. Well, thank you for your time, and congratulations, and we'll probably see you back in the winner's circle again. Thank you. And there you have it. Kim Pluto, winner of the second race. Back to you, Mike. Thank you, Jessica. She talks to Kim Pluta, who won race number two here at Jackson Raceway. Race number three is up next. The basic industrial recycling trot is a full field of five. Uh, there will be uh, some changes uh, to announce here in just a couple of minutes from the third race. Again, don't forget, you can donate to our sponsor, um, New Vocations, New Vocations Race Horse Adoption Program. Uh, you can donate uh, one of three ways while you're here at the track. You can head to our uh, Facebook page and uh, donate there. You can head to our website, www.posttimewithmikeandmike.com. You can also head to newvocations.org and click the donate button. Again, we're trying to raise money for racehorse adoption. Uh, make, sure, make sure that you visit our uh, sponsor post time with Mike and Mike. Um, our post time with Mike and Mike sponsor, uh, New Vocations. We'll be talking here in just a few minutes with um, a couple of the guys from Jackson Raceway. We're going to try to get Mike Way and Claudia Davidson around. Um, but race number three is up next. We're going to take a short time out. When we come back, we'll have more from Jackson. Join Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment for our championship meet that is highlighted on July 14th with Crawford Farms, Meadowlands Pace, and then wraps up on August 4th with our prestigious Pembletonian. Join us for promotion pack Friday and Saturday nights with post time at 7.15. Test your skills and take a shot at the survivor wager for added gambling fun. For more info, go to playmeadowlands.com. New Vocations Resource Adoption Program. Retrain, rehab, rehome. New Vocations focuses on adoption as the optimal solution for the large numbers of horses that leave the track each year. The program provides rehabilitation and transitional training to prepare the horses for a productive life beyond racing. Each horse is evaluated for temperament, 
soundness, and suitability to help ensure a successful adoptive match. New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program, celebrating 25 years and over 6,000 horses placed. Learn more at newvocations.org. We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Carter, along the side of Jessica Otten. Jessica is going to be getting Rob and Don Harmon. They'll be talking about some of the memories here at Jackson Raceway. We'll get to them here in just a moment. We're going to be talking to some of the trainers, some of the drivers, and uh, some of the horsemen that have worked long and tireless days um, here at Jackson Raceway. And... Uh, we're going to get their stories and kind of hear from them. Race number three is up next. Um, we'll be talking to uh, Mike Bozich here in just a couple of minutes as they're on the racetrack for the third race. Let's meet the field for race number three. Number one is Lil Al's Spartan. is owned by Charles Taylor and Elizabeth Gibbs. Charles Taylor trains, and he will drive either number one, Lil Al Spartan, or the two, SD Witt. Wish. SD Wish is owned by Janine Liu. Jeff Dunn trains Charles Taylor. Well, again, we'll either drive the one or the two here in race number three. Number three, Smart of Flight is owned and trained by June DeRussell. RJ Shout will direct. Four is Big Daddy Blitz is owned and trained by Fred Davis. Fred Davis will be in the sulky. Five, Liberty Beach is owned and trained by Phil Peden. Phil Peden will direct. That's the field of five for race number three. It's the basic industrial recycling trot here at Jackson Raceway. Looking over the uh, program here, I'd have to probably go with the two SD Wish if uh, we were wagering on the card. Number two, SD Wish making his first career start here at Jackson Raceway uh, as a two-year-old colt by Wishing Stone. Ohio bred um, out of the uh, Super Gill Mare, Super Dreamer. So that would be my selection here, the two, SD Wish. We'll be sending it upstairs to James Witherite here in just a few moments. Again, make sure that you are supporting the cause here at Jackson Raceway here today. Uh, we'll get to that here in just a moment. We're going to send it upstairs for the live call of race number three. Here's James Witherite. All right, there you have it. Race number three is in the books. James Witherite giving us the call for race number three. Again, we're going to be talking to Jessica Otten here in just a couple of moments. Uh, we'll be talking some more harness racing news as well here in just a little bit as well. If you're listening via our website, www.posttimewithmikeandmike.com. Um, Make sure that you're supporting our uh, new vocation racehorse adoption program cause. Again, make sure that you're supporting the cause for racehorse adoption. We're going to be joined by Mike Bozich here in just a little bit. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, Foiled Again, who attempts to score his 100th career victory. He's got over 300 lifetime starts so it'll be cool to sit down and kind of talk with mike about what he thinks foiled again's chances are in that race today let's head back to the harness racing news and notes we talked a little bit about ariana g and ariana g um 
like that I forgot to unmute uh, the uh, microphone that controls the race call. So I apologize if you heard two, two, two and a half minutes of uh, dead air time uh, there. Uh, we're going to talk, excuse me, we um, talked a little bit earlier about Ariana G, who scored in a world record time in a gradu- graduate final trot. But we didn't really talk too much about Don't Tell Me Again, who showed up big in the graduate for Pacers for trainer Joanne Looney King. Uh, Don't Tell Me Again was sent off as the two-to-one favorite, a full field of 10. Western Joe uh, took the lead to the opening quarter, uh, 26-2, and then went to the back uh, half at 53-2. and An incredible time there. But uh, Don't Tell Me Again uh, was past going up the back stretch and uh, by me so fast, but it was nice to see Don't Tell Me Again don't tell me again scored easy easily in that race uh, drawing off to win by a half a length and tim tietrick said in the interview after the race that he had to make a quick decision he knew me so fast uh, was going to get an easy lead and that if he gave him four or five lengths uh, that he was not going to be able to beat him so he had to make the quick decision and get up there quick and follow the horse that he thought that he had to beat uh, don't tell me again, one for the first time since capturing his seasonal debut at a preliminary round of the graduate that went at a mile and an eighth. Uh, he raced um, and held his own, but was tough against the Ben Franklin Pacers, finishing second in elimination and fourth in the final. Um, looks like don't tell me again is refiring for trainer Joe Ann Looney King. Again, Jess Scott will be stepping up here in just a moment. We're going to talk race number four here in just a little bit as well. We've got Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Over the past 25 years, Hoosier Park has revolutionized harness racing across the nation. The action returns Friday, March 30th, with racing every Tuesday through Saturday, starting at 6.30 p.m. Hoosier Park Racing and Casino. Visit HoosierPark.com for more information. Attention all breeding funds. Did you know Pacing for the Cure has a stud fee for scooter program? Your stud fee donations will help those living with MS with severe mobility limitations obtain a scooter and be able to continue to enjoy their love of harness racing. Contact Jeff at PacingForTheCure.org if you'd like to make a donation. Mike? In case you haven't noticed, Mr. Bill G. has begun pacing for the cure for multiple sclerosis. Join in on the fun and weekly contest on Facebook to guess where he will place in each race. Like and share our page. Great prizes available for the lucky winners. Better yet, come out to the racetrack and watch him race live. Let's start a Mr. Bill G. fan club and start blogging on the journey page of the PacingForTheCure.org website. Once again, that's PacingForTheCure.org. You're tuned in to the Bet America Radio Network. Host Jason Bean brings you new shows every Monday through Friday. We bring you the best personalities from across the racing world with extensive interviews, commentary, news, games, and more. The Barn is revolutionizing what horse racing radio can be. And you can hear new shows at BetAmerica.com or just search Bet America Radio Network on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. Get in the Barn. 
Are you interested in learning more about owning standard bred racehorses? Do you want to experience the excitement of driving a standard bred? Owning a racehorse is a once-in-a-lifetime experience and not as difficult as you may think. The United States Trotting Association wants to help make your ownership dreams a reality. Contact a member of the Ownership Concierge team by email at owners at ustrotting.com or by calling 877-800-8782, extension 5555. We're back on this edition of Close Time with Mike and Mike. I'm joined by the Harmon brothers, Donnie and Robbie Harmon. First, we'll go to Donnie. Donnie, tell us a little bit about growing up around here and maybe a memory or two. Oh, it was um, ever since back in the early 80s. We've been running around here, finally started racing horses, and, and uh, now the end, you know. What, uh, what does it mean to you today to uh, be driving here one last time? Well, yeah, it, it, it's fun. Um there's a lot of people here, way way more than I thought there was going to be, but there's a lot of people here, and, and it, there's a lot of excitement. Well, good luck the rest of the day. Moving on to Robbie Harmon. Robbie, can you tell us a little bit about growing up here, a favorite memory or anything like that? I just remember watching Pete Wren and my brother drive and uh, me sitting on the wood backstretch on the, the wood uh, okay. outside <laughs> and uh, just watching these guys race with the old wooden hub rail and stuff, and then uh, I got my license, and, and here I am today. Um, what does it mean to you to be driving here also? I mean, it probably brings back a lot of memories. What, what's kind of going through your head? Uh, this is where I win my first race back in 1984. Um, it's just it's just fun. It's, I don't drive much anymore. I'm on the East Coast now, and, and I just pretty much train, but it's it's still fun. It's This is this is what horse racing is all about here. It's This is like home. Now, who beat who in the last race? I beat, I beat him with his horse. <laughs> you beat him with his own horse. Well, thanks, guys, for taking time out of your day, and good luck to us today. Back to you, Mike. Thank you. That was Jess Scott, and she sat down with Don and Rob Harmon, who have been a staple here in Michigan. Don Harmon uh, talked a little bit about his racing on the East Coast. He's really just, a, you know, he just pretty much trains horses now. Uh, he was racing at Colonial Downs back when I was out there uh, just a, a few years ago. Race number four will be up next here in Jackson. It's in loving memory of Roy and Carol Shane. They have field of pacers, a field of five. That will go post for. We're going to talk to Jess Scott a little bit about uh, the racing here at Jackson. Uh, she is a Michigan native, and uh, we're going to talk to her about uh, what's happened at Hazel, what's happened at Northville, or what's happening at Northville. We're also going to talk to her about Jackson just a little bit because she has uh, a lot of experience. And I won't spoil the experience factor just yet, but we'll uh, get to that here in just a few moments. Back to our harness racing news and notes. Uh, some overseas uh, news as Jean-Michel Bazir, uh, the leading driver in France, uh, scored his 6,000th career win on Saturday afternoon. And not only did he get uh, his 6,000th career win, but in the very next race, he drove his own uh, Aubryon Duguerres to victory in the Grand Prix, raced over a mile and seven eighths, uh, and a new world record of 154, which was the mile rate. Um, the horse who is considered the best gelding in France 
while probably in the world, lowered the old record of 158 and two. So it took a four and two fifth seconds off of the record held by another famous trotter in Swedish man. The track uh, in Vicky is sized at 1.325 meters or approximately four fifths of a mile. Uh, also going on overseas in Sweden, uh, the Jerry Riordan trained Vomp Kronos, uh, driven by Bjorn Group, uh, won the Mare Sprint at Homestead in 155 and 2 with a purse of $81,500. Vamp Kronos is uh, like several other European top trotters, sired by the great Ready Cash and out of a Viking Kronos Mare. We'll be talking here shortly to Mike Bozich here in just a couple of minutes. We'll be talking to. Um, Winnie Morgan Nemeth, who represents New Vocations, one of our sponsors for our show. Again, make sure that you're donating to the cause here on Post Time with Mike and Mike. Uh, you can donate one of three ways. You can donate via our website, www.posttimewithmikeandmike.com. You can also donate via our Facebook page. Uh, there is an official link to donate via our Facebook page, helping us support New Vocations. You can also visit newvocations.org. Again, New Vocations. Org. I promise that I will not be the only voice you hear the entire time. Uh, I know it's going to be tough to listen to me talk for three hours, but uh, we're certainly glad and appreciative that um, all of you who may be listening are currently listening to our show post time with Mike and Mike. We're going to be talking to Jess Gotten about some of the Michigan harness racing here in just a couple of minutes, but joining me now is uh, my co-host uh, and partner in crime, Mike Bozich. And uh, listen, Mike, I think uh, people are starting to get tired of hearing my voice. <laughs> well, listen, that's how it is at Jackson. Does it bring you back to the memories of the uh, old Shenandoah County fair days? <laughs> it does actually, but I'll tell you, there's probably about, oh, I don't know. It may be uh, seven or 800 more people here. It's unbelievable how many people are here. Yeah, well, Jackson is always synonymous with getting a very, very good crowd. Mike, they've done so, and they, you know, race paramutually in, in live harness racing back in the 2000s and the late 90s. Always renowned for getting a very good uh, crowd. Dan Rakuten, who was a general manager there in the Rakuten family for a long time, really just, I mean, you know, put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into that place. I mean, they ran a lot of specials. They made it a fun place to be, and, you know, it was a little bit of a conundrum. I mean, it, it, faced, it faced back then, I think, what a lot of the racetracks face now. I mean, tra- racetracks like Ocean Downs and Tioga, where they get really good live crowds, but the people don't necessarily bet a whole lot, and that's what the case was at Jackson and, uh, you know, uh, Mountaineer, I believe, was the last owners of Jackson, and they had that for a year or two. And when it became pretty evident that Michigan wasn't going to be awarded expanded gaming, even though it went through the legislature and was actually approved by the legislature time and time again, you know, the Mountaineer pulled the plug. That was a sad day. So it's really good to see them get one good last hurrah out of a place that was certainly very popular in the sport of harness racing in the state of Michigan. Well, Mike, you get to call a uh, famous racehorse uh, in just a little bit in the great foiled again. He's coming up uh, later on around 4 o'clock. We'll cover that race live. And foiled again draws the inside. Uh, what kind of chance do you give him? I think he's got a good shot. I mean, he it's, you know, it's, it's a, an easy field. I don't want to say he's a deadlock here. He's probably, I mean, from a wagering standpoint, he's been kind of a popular bet against. I mean, he's been a beaten favorite. 
in uh, five of his last six starts. But uh, once again, this is a really, really soft field. Um, Too Darn Hot is probably the main contender starting from post position number four. He's the second morning line favorite. He won by four lengths from post seven at Harrington last time, but that was in a condition that was quite a bit cheaper. And the only other main contender that you have is Artsma from the outside. You do have a horse, Mike, that you're pretty familiar with that is starting from post position number five, but his form has kind of went south the last couple of starts, and that's fill your boots. So Foyle Diggins got a big opportunity today for career win number 100, and I have to say, you know, I've, I've had a, a few people ask me, well, you know, how would it be like to call his 100th win? What is it like to see him? What would it be like to see him get his 100th win? And my response to that is it's just a pleasure seeing him and calling him. I honestly don't care if he wins or not. It's an honor to get to see him race, and it's certainly an honor to call his name. Well, you know, that's one thing about it, Mike. I got to call Foiled again back when, uh, back at Northfield Park uh, about a year ago during on Battle of Lake Erie night, and Ayers let me call the race. And in fact, at the time, it was probably one of the fastest miles I'd ever called in 150. And it was just fun calling Foiled again. Getting to say his name a couple of times during a race call was uh, was just an honor, you know? How much did you have to give Ayers to uh, let, let him call you, let you call that race? How much did you have to give him? <laughs> Listen, probably, uh, probably a couple thousand, uh, so to speak. Yeah, probably, no, no question about it. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, listen, Mike. Uh, we'll be we'll be doing uh, we'll be doing some uh, we'll be doing some work together here uh, in a little bit. Uh, you'll be calling Foiled Again's race uh, about four o'clock. And um, one thing about it, uh, Mike. Uh, you know, listen. Hopefully, you've got you've done your homework. Hopefully, you've prepared a little bit, and uh, hopefully, you're ready to go. Well, listen. I've got a good call planned out for him, and uh, you know, hey, if he doesn't do it, there's always going to be next week, and I have no doubt that before. Uh, the uh, clock runs out on him before it gets to December 31st. The foiled again will win number 100. And you know what, Mike? If he doesn't get that 100 win mark before the end of the year, he's still the greatest racehorse that Harness Racing's ever seen, in my opinion. All right. Well, Mike, I know you got to get back to work, but Mike, uh, real quick, uh, people can donate to our uh, new vocations cause. They can donate uh, via our website, www.posttimewithmikeandmike.com. Also, Mike, they can donate via our Facebook page. There is a link to donate uh, on our Facebook page as well. So, um, you know, what a great cause that New Vocations is. Absolutely, and please do so. They do so much for horse aftercare, and, you know, that's something that I've been banging the drum about, and I know you've been banging the drum about for a long time, is that harness racing really needs to take care of their athletes after their racing days are done and New Vocations is uh, probably the, the main group that does it, and they do it most effectively. So uh, please, if you, if you, it doesn't matter if it's a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, don't have to be that much. Just click on our link. It's right on our website, and uh, that'll take you right there and just donate a little because I'll tell you what, it's for a really, really good cause. And by the way, before I let you go, this guy's bugging me, wanted me to say it over the air here at Harris, Philadelphia, just clamoring for attention. Rich Matei did the pre-race show here today. And he wants everybody to know that he picked the $7,000 high five that he'd give it out in race five. So now that I've said it, he'll quit bugging me about it. Well, listen, whoa, whoa wait a minute. You, there was no text, no phone call, no nothing. How much was the ticket? Well, I don't. Well, 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 well let me ask you a question. If you, if you give out the ticket, well, if you don't give out the ticket and you just say, well, these are a couple of horses that I like and you throw them in there, you can't really take credit for that ticket, can you? Sure you can. How much was the ticket? Well... Well, it, it 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 wasn't a ticket. That's my that's my thing. He didn't 
he didn't put uh, out the ticket. He just basically said that these are the horses he liked. But hey, I'll tell you what, I give him credit though. He forty one to one horse finished second. The favorite was on top. The the uh, jackpot I five went to one winner that paid seventy eight hundred. So congrats. And actually, the guy that's announcing the races today at Jackson, James Witherite, two days ago on the pre race show here at Harris Philadelphia, give out a forty five hundred dollar pick four. Whoa. Yeah. Holy so smoke. so I've got to do I've, I've got guys giving out eight thousand dollar pick fives and forty five hundred dollar pick fours and well i better get to work because i'm kind of lagging behind in the handicapping department <laughs> all right mike well we certainly appreciate you taking time out and uh, listen we'll be talking to you once again for uh, the foiled again race coming up around four o'clock Okay, Mike, have a good broadcast, and uh, you guys keep up the good work. It looks like a really fun atmosphere out there. Jessica was putting stuff up on Facebook Live uh, with pictures of the grandstand. Just looks like a jam-packed house, and congrats to her dad who won, uh, won a race there earlier, too. Definitely, Mike. Uh, i tell you, there's got to be at least – uh, there's got to be at least uh, probably a couple of hundred or a thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand people here. So it's unbelievable uh, to see the amount of people here at Jackson. Mike, we'll see you in a little bit, buddy. Sounds good. All right. We're joined now by uh, Trish Solsby. And Trish, it seems like you've done a little bit of everything here at Jackson Raceway. And uh, you charted, you did some uh, horse-related work. So uh, talk to us about some of your memories here at Jackson. Well, actually, um, the days I spent in Michigan were all good days. I had a lot of different hats that I wore at different tracks that are no longer <laughs> in service here. But at Jackson, um, I have a picture here where I was paddocking one for my brother, Rick Shout. The horse's name was Lucky Pasquale. So I did the backstretch, but I also worked as a charter here. Um, but I wore a lot of hats in Michigan starting. Uh, this is where I cut my teeth as a uh, adult, I guess, working a working adult. Now, Trish, obviously, uh, some t- a, t- a tough day, obviously, today, with it being the final day of live harness racing action here at Jackson. But it's been really kind of cool to see the people here, the people to kind of wish this place farewell. And the crowd of people, uh, you know, it's packed house just like it used to be. Well, the most beautiful thing about it is if you set your mind to do something in harness racing and there was more marketing and better marketing, I think that we would have uh, a lot more crowds at live at the racetracks instead of just the simulcast parlors and on television, et cetera, because there is nothing like the experience of being at the races. And I definitely was enthused to see that it drew such a big crowd. And I'm running into some old timers that I haven't seen in many, many moons. Some recognize me and then I recognize them and vice versa. I guess I should probably include myself in that old timer category, really. (laughs) Trish, uh, one one last question. Now, tell tell us about, you know, what it's like to kind of see everybody out here. And uh, obviously, like I said, it's a sad sad moment because, uh, you know, we're losing another racetrack. But it's so cool to see, you know, everybody out there. Yes, I am definitely excited to see the crowd, but as you said, it's bittersweet because at the same time, people that maybe came here for the experience for the first time really didn't know what was going on. We don't have much of a chance to really nurture that in the future uh, because this place is closing, so it's just fond memories, and um, the people that did come out here, like I said, it's amazing to see the crowd. They're a large group of people in all ages, all ages, too. All right, Trish. Well, listen, first, I, I got to tell you before you leave, I love the hat. I really do. I've seen some pretty cool hats uh, around today, but, uh, you know. Well, I decided I would, you know, join in whole hog. You know, they said there was a hat contest. 
so I decided to don a hat too. But I'm headed for the back stretch. Go back and see some of the trainers, drivers, hopefully more people that I haven't seen in a long time. All right, Trish. Well, we certainly appreciate it. And thanks for bringing this photo by. It's kind of cool to see uh, how some of the uh, some of the racing. Look at the time, two ten. That used to be a quick time. Now, if you go two ten, you might get run over, right? Exactly. <laughs> All right, Trish. Thanks so much for taking time out to join us. All right, that was Trish Soulsby, who wore many hats here at Jackson Raceway. Um, a local Jackson family won the fourth race, and uh, Jessica Otten is going to be getting with them here in just a moment. Race four, named in loving memory of Roy and Carol Shane. It was a field of pacers in the fourth race, and we'll have the interviews here momentarily. Race five is up next. It's the Dunnigan Brothers Incorporated of Pace. It's a field of five scratch down here to a field of four with the scratch of the one. Oh, what a guy. Tyler St. Louis will drive the four nothing to wear in the upcoming fifth race. Lots still to come here on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. Jess Gott will be joining us here in just a couple of minutes. We'll talk some harness racing in Michigan. We're also going to talk about some of the news headlines in the sport of harness racing. You've got Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. Every dream has a start. And this one is ours. To trot and pace fast. Faster than all the others and maybe faster than any horse ever has. With every stride, 1,200 pounds of pure equine determination. In every turn, there's a tale. Every bet is a hope. No five-year returns, no annuities, 401ks. Return on investment comes in seconds. Maybe they say that the odds are against you. But you know nothing great comes easy. Winners don't second-guess. They sprint through openings and dig in deeper when the going's tough. No horse ever rides alone. The owners, the driver, the groom, and you. There are no sidelines here. The world is often full of many compromises, but not here. Not on this day. Not in this race. Not with this horse. Not in this sport. Once you feel it, it becomes you. Once you become it, your dream becomes ours. This is Harness Racing. We welcome you to the Harness Racing Fan Zone. See it all for yourself. Feel it in all the passion. Share that experience with others. And be a part of it all. The Harness Racing Fan Zone puts you in the driver's seat. Post time, gates moving. They're off and it is on. Every year, the Harness Horse Youth Foundation travels the country to share the love of harness racing with the next generation. The Harness Horse Youth Foundation educates, introducing youth to new friends and opportunities. The Harness Horse Youth Foundation has been a positive influence in the lives of thousands of young people since 1976. Learn how you can support bringing kids and horses together, building a stronger future for the sport. Visit hhyf.org. That's hhyf.org. New Vocations Resource Adoption Program. Retrain. Rehab. Rehome. 
New Vocations focuses on adoption as the optimal solution for the large numbers of horses that leave the track each year. The program provides rehabilitation and transitional training to prepare the horses for a productive life beyond racing. Each horse is evaluated for temperament, soundness, and suitability to help ensure a successful adoptive match. New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program, celebrating 25 years and over 6,000 horses placed. Learn more at newvocations.org. Standard Bread Pleasure Horse Organization of New Jersey is proud to present the National Standard Bread Horse Show coming up on August 10th, 11th, and 12th at the Horse Park in Allentown, New Jersey. It's fun for the whole family. The fun starts on Friday, August 10th at 6.30 with games and fun divisions featuring the Sam McKee Memorial Barrel Race. Then on Saturday, August 11th, it's Western In-Hand Showmanship, Driving, Roadster, and Gated Divisions. And on Sunday, August 12th, Dressage, English Equitation, Jumping, Hunters Fresh Off the Track, Warhorse, and the Pacing for the Cure 2-Gated Pleasure Class. This year's show is in memory of the late, great Sam McKee. For more information, visit us at sphonj.org. That's sphonj.org. It's the National Standard Bread Horse Show, August 10th, 11th, and 12th at the Horse Park in Allentown, New Jersey. Be there! Oh, we're I'm back on this edition of Show Time with Mike and Mike. I'm joined by Serena Evans, who is girlfriend of the trainer of David Blake, who just won the last race of Santa Special. And let me tell you the emotion that was in the winner's circle. They had me in tears, everybody. That's just what today is all about, bringing back old memories and everything just like that. Um, Serena, I knew you grew up here. Uh, what does it mean to you to win another race today? I mean, more than any race I'll ever race again as long as I live. Well, especially with this horse, because he's my favorite. <laughs> I know, he is very spoiled by her. Uh, can you give us a memory here growing up, anything special that sticks out to you? My dad, Gary Massey, was the leading driver down here for years, and watching him drive and run into the winner's circle five times a night to get my picture taken with Daddy Matt, everything to me. Did, did it, like, bring back deja vu, run into the winner's circle? Yeah, it did, and my dad was here tonight in the winter circle with us, so that really meant everything. Their whole family was here, everybody. Thank you, Serena. Back to you, Mike. All right, that was Jessica Otten there coming on to the racetrack for the upcoming fifth race here at Jackson Raceway. And let's meet the field number one. Oh, what a guy is scratched. Number two, So Shea is owned by Waseca Louder. Ed Conrad trains Daryl Wright is the reinsman. Um, Daryl Wright will either drive number two or three here in race number five. Three, who's zooming in who? Mariah Wright owns. Daryl Wright is the trainer. And again, we'll get a driver here momentarily. The four, nothing to wear. Owned by Ryan Ryder Barbretter. Trained Tyler St. Louis is in the sulky. Number five is T Red. Owned by Henry Gully. Henry Gully, Brad Kramer will direct. That is the field for the fifth race as they get ready to go to the gate here. You've got post time with Mike and Mike. Uh, once again, we're going to send it upstairs for the call to James Witherite here in just a moment. Again, James Witherite will have 
the call of the fifth race, sponsored by Dunnigan Brothers Incorporated. Again, a field of, a field of pacers will be going postward here in just a moment, and uh, we'll be um, we'll be uh, we'll be getting that live race call, the fifth race, a field of pacers here at Jackson Raceway. Let's set it upstairs to the voice of Jackson Raceway, Mr. James Witherwright. And away they go, T-Red, who's doing who, and so Shay. These three vie for their early lead and nothing to wear, five lengths back. We'll take over the third spot as so Shay breaks stride midway on the first turn. So Sochet, who pushed the pace early at the inside, has dropped out last on 15 lengths off the lead, which is held by T-Red up the far side. T-Red and who's zooming who are one, two. Just a length and a half would separate them two for one pick. Another four and a half to nothing to wear in third by four more. And Sochet has dropped out to last after faltering in the early stages. Now nine lengths would cover the field as Sochet has closed the gap behind nothing to wear, but it's still T-Red who leads them off the corner. T-Red's a length and a half in front of who's zooming who. Another five back, make it six now to nothing to wear. And Sochet, with a half mile to go, has nine lengths to make up from laps. T-Red and who's zooming who have completed half the journey. They're one, two, and they've still got six lengths of clearance over nothing to wear. In the third spot, two better than backmarker Soche. There has been no change for the last half mile. They've got just over 5.16 to go. And Kramer is asking T-Red for a little bit more. And the response is instant from the 96-time winner. Only three away from foiled again in that department. And T-Red is three in front inside the quarter pole. Now he's under some encouragement to try to maintain this speed. Who's zooming who continues to pursue? He's closed the gap back down to two. They have distanced themselves by eight from nothing to wear and three and a half off last is Sochet. They're well inside the final furlong now. T-Red's under a full-on drive, and he's going to hold clear of who's zooming who up to the line. Brad Kramer, a Michigan legend, and T-Red win by four. Who's zooming who's stepping a dozen away and third nothing to wear? All right, T-Red, owned and trained by Henry Gully, take race number five. Somebody stopped by the table earlier and told us that uh, they thought that T-Red would be the victor. We're going to get to um, with trainer Henry Gully here in just a moment. We're going to hear from our sponsor, Winback Farms. We'll be back here in just a moment. You've got post time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Winback Farms yearlings are born to compete and raised to win. Be sure to check out our lineup to take advantage of opportunities in slot-enriched states. Our yearlings are eligible in Delaware, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Ontario, and Pennsylvania. Our 2018 sales schedule kicks off in Goshen on September 9th, followed by Lexington October 2nd through the 6th, London October 13th to the 14th, Harrisburg November 5th to the 7th, and the Harrisburg Mix Sale on November 8th. For more information, visit winbackfarm.com. That's winback. Farm.com. 
You're tuned in to the Bet America Radio Network. Host Jason Bean brings you new shows every Monday through Friday. We bring you the best personalities from across the racing world with extensive interviews, commentary, news, games, and more. The Barn is revolutionizing what horse racing radio can be. And you can hear new shows at BetAmerica.com or just search Bet America Radio Network on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. Get in the Barn. We're back in this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. Mike Carter alongside of Jessica Otten. Mike Bozich is calling the races at Harris, Philadelphia. We'll bring him in for the foiled again race here in just a little bit as race number five just went to the five. T Red is owned and trained by Henry Gully. Brad came Brad Kramer. Uh, stop the clock in 159 and 2. A 13 year old chestnut gelding by Cam's Eclipse. Uh, his 97th career score. Career win 97. Just two away from world champion. Foiled again. Race number six is up next. It's the Jackson County Fair Board Trot. Um, it's a field of non winners of 1600 at last four. Daryl Wright will drive the one. Hill Billy Burt. Um, in race number six. And speaking of Daryl Wright, we'll be talking uh, a little bit later on to Mariah Wright, who is two for two currently in the Selkie. Mariah Wright scoring her first career driving victory just a couple of weeks ago at the Paul Bean Fair. She scored again at a different fair. And uh, listen, you got a second? Sit down. The driver, the winning driver of the first race. Listen, I can't let Jessica interview this guy uh, because... Um, Wow, we're gonna we're gonna talk to the, talk to him. What's up, buddy? How are you? So we're gonna talk to. Listen, Jessica wasn't allowed to interview you because well, you're her dad. But uh, no, I'm kidding. Peter Otten joins us now, and Peter Otten joins us now, and Pete, you got to win the uh, first race here at Jackson, and obviously a lot of memories uh, from the Michigan racing here. Yeah, it was uh, pretty exciting. There's a lot of people here, and it's good for the sport if it does anything. So. We'll, uh, see what happens. Now, Pete, uh, obviously, what, it, what does it mean to kind of get a win on the last day here? Obviously, uh, you know, it's one of those things where it's obviously bittersweet, but to hear the roar of the crowd, I mean, that had to be kind of fun to listen to. Something you don't get to hear all the time, and matter of fact, none of the time anymore because there's not that many people. But when we were post parading, they were standing up cheering, and it was it was good. All right. Well, listen, Pete, you know, thanks for letting us uh, you borrow Jessica once in a while. And uh, listen, congratulations on the win. And uh, you got any more drives today or is that it? That was it? All right. Well, listen, congratulations okay. and uh, keep thanks. up the good work, man. All right. Jessica will be joining us here in just a second. And uh, she's standing by with trainer Henry Gully. Ready? Hi guys, I'm here with trainer of T Red Henry Gully. Henry, if I don't, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure I met you in Jackson about probably 15 years ago. Am I right? Yeah, if I remember you, little girl, you run around Jackson here. Yeah, when I was at the gate. <laughs> what does it mean to you to win one last time here at Jackson? I know you spent a lot of years here. Well, I hate to see them close this place down. The fans I hate to see them close it down. You know, and I wish they'd get it back. You know, they're gonna miss this place. You know, and it hurts. You know. Well, congratulations, and congratulations on the fastest mile yet so far today. Yeah, I think it's a little bit more better horse than him there, so but I'm proud of him. I appreciate it. No problem. Congratulations. Back to you, Mike. Thank you, Jessica, and again, trainer Henry Gully with number five, T. Red, scoring career win number 97 and career start number 400. 
and 14. Race number six, again, up next, a field of trotters. Uh, Daryl Wright drives the one, and we're, again, talking about Mariah Wright earlier and uh, talking about how she won her two very, excuse me, two of her starts, excuse me, her very first two starts at the fair. And uh, we're going to send the next raffle number up to Mr. James Witherite, who is calling the races. There you go. James Witherite calling the action here at Jackson Raceway. We'll try to stop and get an interview with James Witherite here in just a little bit. Uh, who is calling the races here at Jackson. James is the former broadcaster of Tioga Downs, uh, former broadcaster of Harris, Philadelphia. He's currently a, um, he's currently the chart caller and program director at Harris, Philadelphia in Pennsylvania. Go back to some harness racing news and notes here at Jackson Raceway. Um, Lots of things going on in the sport of harness racing. Uh, this is a reminder to any of the horsemen out there. Hambletonian Maturity Supplements are due by July 10th uh, for the $400,000 Hambletonian Maturity Trotting Race, which is scheduled for Saturday, July 14th. Um, supplemental entries are plausible, but a payment of $50,000 uh, must be in certified U.S. funds received in the race office prior to 8 a.m. on the day um, that the box closes along with the supplemental entry. Um, so make sure that if you are a horseman that is trying to get into the $400,000 Hamiltonian maturity, you're paying attention to that as well. Physically inclined, upset in preferred company at Woodbine Mohawk Park last night. Uh, Mark McKelvey uh, writing the story here, the Canadian $34,000 event at Woodbine Mohawk Park. Uh, Easy Lover Hanover tried to get control of the lead and took off to uh, some pretty torrid opening fractions, 26 flats and 54 and 2 to the half. But the field of six bunched up around and that allowed physically inclined to circle up and score in preferred action at Woodbine Mohawk Park. Okay, we'll be talking foiled again here in just a little bit. Um, Make sure you stick around. Uh, we've got a lot more to come on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. We'll be back here in just a moment. Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America, hits the road in 2018 by coming to your city starting on Saturday, May 26th, for the Camelot Classic at Western Fair Raceway. On Saturday, June 16th, we invade Mohawk Racetrack for the very first time as we broadcast the Pepsi North America Cup. On Sunday, July 8th, is the New Vocations Telethon at Jackson Fairgrounds in Jackson, Michigan. Saturday, July 14th, is our first trip of the year to Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment as we head to the Meadowlands Pave. On Saturday, August 4th, we return for the Hamiltonian Stakes. We return to Hoosier Park Racing and Casino on Friday, August 10th for the Dan Patch Stakes and back again on Friday, September 21st for the Hoosier Pacing Derby. For more information, visit posttimewithmikeandmike.com. Join Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment for our championship meet that is highlighted on July 14th with Crawford Farms, Meadowlands Pace, and then wraps up on August 4th with our prestigious Hambletonian. Join us for promotion packed Friday and Saturday nights with post time at 7.15. Test your skills and take a shot at the survivor wager for added gambling fun. For more info, go to playmeadowlands.com. 
We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Ben America. Mike Carter alongside of Jessica Otten. And we're joined now by the track announcer here at Jackson Raceway, James Witherite. And, James, listen, I, I, we're, we're down underneath the grandstand, so I can't really see a whole lot of what's going on out there. But I'll tell you one thing I can hear is the crowd outside. Um. I, I'd say we've got close to 4,000 strong here, and they are they are enthusiastic as ever. If you've been to Goshen Historic Track, you know what the crowds are like there. Uh, take that energy and multiply it by about 10 here. Uh, this is really a once-in-a-lifetime event, and uh, we've got, as, as you've said, I'm sure, and as we've talked about off-air, people from not just everywhere in the upper Midwest, but as far away as Florida, you came in from Columbus. I came in from the East Coast. There, are, it's it's really an event to behold. Now, James, uh, obviously, you got to call a lot of the fairs and things here in Michigan. What does it mean to you to be able to call this last race uh, here in Jackson? It's, uh, it's really bittersweet, Michael. Um, as as you said, I did get my beginnings on the Michigan Fair Circuit in 2006 uh, during during summer breaks from undergrad and I actually called a few races here at Jackson in 2007 before I made the move to Harris Philadelphia and to to be invited back for for this curtain call is just uh it's it's an honor to uh to be asked to uh provide the soundtrack for the curtain call for for this event and just really really glad to be be part of it all right, James. Listen, we know you got uh, some more races to get called, but uh, we certainly appreciate you taking time out of the day to join us, and uh, hopefully we'll be talking again soon. Absolutely, Michael, and kudos to what you and Mike do for uh, for Harness Racing, uh, sharing the, the stories of its many participants and, and doing your part to grow the game. All right, that was track announcer James Witherite calling the races here at Jackson Raceway today. We're joined now by... My colleague, my partner, and uh, more more importantly, uh, a friend uh, in Jessica. And Jessica, I'll tell you what, you've been running around like a chicken with your head cut off. I had to, like, beg you to come back to the table. You've been having a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, um, I literally have been running, by the way. I literally <laughs> ran right back up here. But, yeah, it's awesome to see all the people here, you know, growing up. Um, when I was younger, oh, gosh, when they closed the last year, I think they closed, what, 10 years ago, when I – so the closing year here, my sister and I actually ran a uh, food stand back in the back um, by the driver's room for the drivers and trainers and grooms right there because they weren't allowed to come up here in their colors to uh, eat. So we ran a little food stand with sub sandwiches and brownies and chips, and um, they really enjoyed it. We called it uh, JJ's Food Stand, and that was, that was the last year that they were open here. And just to see everybody back, it's uh, very, very sentimental, but it's, it's also awesome. I haven't seen some of these people in 10 years, like Robbie Harmon, I haven't seen him in <laughs> A long time and it's just it's really nice and everybody's smiling and happy and then uh, I spent a lot of time here just growing up watching my dad race let alone just a food stand and to see him win his last race here um, he doesn't drive much anymore so it was really it was really awesome to see that now obviously you did a lot of work with the Michigan legislature and things of that sort at a very young age kind of talk a little bit about that and uh, what you did to kind of help progress uh, the sport of harness racing in Michigan so at the age of uh, 14, 15, I wrote a letter uh, to the governor, and I wasn't quite sure if I was going to send it or not. And I was a freshman in high school, and my FFA um, coach, I guess you could call him, and my agricultural teacher told me that uh, he wanted me to do it at a Greenham Public of Speaking contest 
uh, for FFA. And so I did. I memorized it, and I went on, and I uh, presented it, and I went um, from districts and regionals. And then um, I got together with the MHHA board, Brett Boyd and Phil Stillman, and uh, went down to Lansing and um, actually presented my letter in front of them and told them my story because <clears throat> growing up uh, when I was a freshman, sophomore, and junior high school, my dad didn't live at home. He uh, moved over to Canada for the winter to race at London, and so I, I barely got to see him, and he missed a lot of uh, my years growing up, I guess you could say. So uh, when I went down there and told them, everybody, uh, they loved my story. I became good friends with the senators and the representatives, and my school was right behind me. I had my back every step of the way also. They never marked me absent, and uh, it was just a lot cool. Um, I also was able to set up meetings around the state of Michigan in three different locations and have the fellow horsemen sign uh, postcards and write letters and call the legislators out. My whole school, the whole high school actually did it also as well. So I had a lot of support behind it. Um, they called me when I came back to school the one day and said that it had passed through the House and Senate and it was going straight to the governor. So a little girl had big hopes and dreams and then the um, governor did go to Listen, your dad, he, he was by here before. We actually did an interview with him. I don't know if uh, you got a chance to uh, know that uh, we talked to what, how, what did it mean to see your dad in the relationship? I know that had to be uh, something sentimental for you, for sure. Oh, I don't know. Over the past couple of years, I got so sentimental. And it was just, it was really amazing. He was leading driver here, um, in the leading driver standing. And, um, he doesn't drive much anymore anymore, so it was really awesome. Even though it's like, oh, what mess. Bye. All right. We're going to take a very short time out. When we come back, we will have race number six here at Jackson. Over the past 25 years, Hoosier Park has revolutionized harness racing across the nation. The action returns Friday, March 30th, with racing every Tuesday through Saturday, starting at 6.30 p.m. Join Revolution at Hoosier Park Racing and Casino. Visit HoosierPark.com for more information. We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Race number six is up next. We'll be setting it upstairs to track it out to James Witherite here in just a moment. We got to sit down with Jessica Otten as uh, she uh, talked a lot about her Michigan racing roots. We'll get back to that here in just a moment. Let's set it upstairs to James Witherite. <laughs> The four is on a break. No backtracking, but it's going to give six lines to the start. James Brennan and
who made amends from that early break to catch. Who's the Putin Hannah still caught the two pass is going to float through Skyway Myway with just over half a mile to go. The Buster, who absolutely nailed the start, has found himself locked in by Ralph R. They're four lengths off the lead. Oldford's going to try to squeeze between rivals, but is unable to do so moving into the turn. And Hillbilly Burt was relegated to last, but only six lengths would cover the lot with three furlongs to go. And who's Tootin' Hannah two and a half in front? Skyway My Way has been headed for second by Ralph R., who's the early back marker. Ralph R. and Hooten Tootin' Hannah to square off at the quarter pole. They were the two who were slowest away. So the tables have turned mightily through the middle half. And now Ralph R. sticks ahead in front. It seems like every horse in the lead, every horse in the race has seen the lead. And Ralph R., with 316 to go, is trying to outlast a late charge from Hillbilly Burt, who took second from the fading Hooten Tootin' Hannah. They pass the eight pole. Ralph R. is driven out. Two in front from Hillbilly Bird, who could just stay on for second. Skyway My Way is up into third. Ralph R. urged to the line, wins by a length and a half. Ralph R. scores in race number six here at Jackson Raceway, the Jackson County Fair Board Trot. Ralph R. scores career win number 10 for owner-driver-trainer Bob Roland. We'll be getting to more of that here in just a moment. We'll talk about race number six here in just a second. But uh, we're going to talk now to a gentleman who has been part of uh, racing just in general over the last 30 years, uh, Mr. Steve Wing. And listen, Steve, you stopped by and told me a little bit of your story earlier, but kind of tell us, uh, tell our listeners who you are and uh, how you uh, are tied to Jackson Raceway. Well, my name's Steve Wing, as you said, and I uh, just came in in 1974 when my brothers came down to have some beers, and I went with them, and I was hooked after that. I, I love harness racing. When uh, Sports Talk Radio came out, I was nicknamed Daily Double. I <laughs> I had to do something. Everybody had a nickname, so I went with that. And uh, man, what a blast it's been! This ride, this has been a heck of a ride in Jackson on Sundays. You cannot beat it like today. The sun and everything, and it's just a great game. I hope it can improve. You know, it's been descending the last ten years, and uh, maybe it'll turn around. I don't know, but I hope so. Now, obviously, uh, there's not a whole lot of sports talk radio that talks horse racing, so it's kind of cool to sit down with somebody who got to talk horse racing on their on their show. Uh, kind of talk to us a little bit about what it's like to see the crowd here today. Obviously, uh, I, I don't see a ton of the people in here because they're all you know they're all outside, but I can hear them in here. That's for sure. It looks like a pretty uh, pretty good crowd out there. Yeah, this is what this is like one of the heyday days when it was like this about every night down here in. Uh, Really, being outside a half-mile track, you can smell them, see them. It's a riot. Uh, it's a great venue, but since horse racing has declined, it wasn't going to be able to make it here. And I'm glad to see a nice farewell. Uh, and like you said, uh, when it first came out, there, there wasn't a lot of people that talk horses, and I just loved it so much. I did that, and a friend of mine, Dave DeMarco, has a show. And for 25 years, I uh, have, or 20 years, we've been doing his show for the three big races, the Kentucky Derby, the Belmont, the Preakness. And then on 92.1 FM, Jack Ebling and Tom Crawford uh, have invited me to be on their show for those three big races. So I uh, go in and talk horses with them, and it's a, it's a blast. 
right, Steve. Well, listen, where can people follow you? I know people, I've kind of looked up and down your Twitter, you talk racing. Where can people follow you at? Well, basically on Twitter, uh, Daily Double, and uh, it, it, just just in local radio, 92.1 or 7.30 a.m. I did win a handicapping contest, and I got to go to the Meadowlands, and it was a riot last year. So it's just out there, and I hope I hope this turns around. I think Northville will have a shot at turning us around, being the only game in town. All right, Steve. Well, we certainly appreciate you taking time out of your uh, day to join us and listen enjoy the racing action. Thanks a lot, Mike. That was uh, Steve Wing joining us, and uh, some great mem- some great memories that have been shared with us so far here at Post Time with Mike and Mike regarding the racing action. Uh, our man Rod Allums Jr. standing in front of the table. Come on, you know you can't walk around. You got to come and sit with me for an interview. A man, Rod Allen Jr., uh, going to stop by uh, from North America. North American. I, I got to make sure I say it right because the Pepsi North America Cup is one thing. The North American Harness Update is the other. And listen, you've got some uh, got some st- stone dust on your face, man. You got to drive in a race out here a little bit ago. How'd you do? Uh, finished third. Uh, horse race okay. You know, was in with T Red, and, and you know he's made forty grand this year, so it, he's going to be a tough one to beat at any fair track. Now, Rod, Rod, obviously, uh, you know, it's it, it's kind of sad to see, you know, what's going on out here, obviously, the last day of racing. But I know Michigan, Illinois, the Midwest is kind of your home. Uh, talk to us a little bit about what it's like, uh, been like out there and uh, what it's, you know, how, how sad it is, obviously. Uh, to me, it's not, I, I don't want to say it's sad because in a way it is. But at the same time, you know, the thing about this particular event is that it's a joyous time and, Everybody here is having fun, you know, drinking beer, watching races, and the crowd is just amazing. I mean, I could hear them on the backside. You know, it's it's electric to, to be here and to be able to do this and just uh, to experience this. It was uh, awesome. Now, we got to team up on a uh, little bit of a project, and uh, we actually going to – I got to get with you on this. Yeah. But uh, we teamed up on a little bit of a project. There was a barn fire in New York. Uh, that we got to kind of team up on where we raised just over uh, $10,000. And I'll tell you what, you know, helping the sport of harness racing is one thing that we're all kind of, you know, tasked to do. Uh, we all need to help each other. And I think we, you can agree with that. Right. And, you know, what, what, you know, that was nice uh, for everybody to do. And uh, listen, we appreciate the help on that. Oh, no, listen, the pleasure was mine. And I'm glad that we teamed up to be able to do it. And, you know, the thing about doing things like that, it's not just a horseman thing. It's everybody, and we want everybody involved. And, you know, anything that happens that's even remotely close to that was just, you know, it, it's tragic. And you want to help those people any way you can. Now, Rod, obviously you guys have your show um, on Friday nights, but you guys also do live remotes as well. So tell us a little bit about your live remote schedule, what's left in 2018, and uh, where we can listen to you at. Um, so right now we've got uh, Running Aces will be next weekend. Not next weekend. Is it next weekend? I don't remember. No, 22nd. Yep, 22nd. 22nd. So two weeks from tonight, uh, we'll be at Running Aces in Minnesota. And then uh, the following Saturday, we're going to be at the Meadows doing the Adios. And then the Hambletoni, which you guys will be there for that. Oh, yeah. And then uh, two weeks after the Hambletoni, we've got uh, the Zweig at Vernon on Friday. I believe it's the 17th of August. And then the 19th of August, we're, we're at... Tioga for their championships. And then uh, what do we got after that? Breeders Crown and Western Fair. 
in October. Wow. What an amazing schedule yeah. you guys have. Huge. Listen, you guys do a great job um, on your program. Uh, tell people how they can uh, follow along and uh, where they can listen to you guys at. Uh, so you can catch us at nahupicks.com, N-A-H-U-P-I-C-K-S. And uh, you can listen to us on Facebook, Twitter, our YouTube channel, Nahu Picks. Um, basically, just type in Nahu Picks and you'll find us. We're on everywhere. All right, Rod. Well, listen, we certainly appreciate you taking time out, man. And uh, listen, enjoy the rest of the afternoon. Thanks. You guys have fun, and uh, I appreciate you having me on. All right. That was Rod Allen Jr. And listen, Rod doesn't just do the podcast. He also drives a little bit. So listen, if, you're, if he's visiting any of these racetracks doing live remotes, stick him up on a horse. You guys did a GoPro thing not long ago, right? So, right so, well, there you go. So they put the GoPro on here. So uh, listen, it's on Facebook, uh, he says. So make sure you uh, stop by and uh, see. Thank you very much. Yes, yes, it is. Make sure you stop and <laughs> make sure you stop and uh, see Rod Allums Jr. and the gang. They do a fantastic job on their program. We're going to be uh, talking foiled again here in just a moment. We're going to send it out to Jessica Otten. She's standing by with the winning connections from race number six. Hi. Hey, guys. I'm back here with Jody Coates, winning driver of the last... Jody Hamill. Oh, Jody Hamill. Sorry. <laughs> um, winning driver of the last race. Now, you said you won your first paramutual race here in 1980, and then today you win again. What does it mean for you to be out there? It was means a lot. That I helped Mel make history. I mean, I started driving. I'm third-generation driving. And to be here the last day it was very, very important and exciting for me. Um, so they're kind of teasing you about you kind of drove Bob there, didn't you? Oh, yes, I did. It made me feel good. <laughs> I guess we'll be cooking dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> now tell us a little bit about growing up here. Uh, any memories you have other than your first time you saw drive win? Well, yeah, uh, I've always, I always watched my dad drive. My dad did, had a lot of drives here, and I was way too young to see my grandfather drive. But like I say there's been, I've seen a lot of wins. I've met a lot of people. I've it's just wonderful knowing all the people I've met here and gone through life with. Well, congratulations, and thank you for your time. Thank you very much. Back, thank you. Back to you, Mike. I have... That was Jess Gotten as she talked to the winning connections from race number six. Jess Gotten doing a fantastic job getting some of the interviews as we discuss Jackson Raceway with the connections uh, going on. Don't forget, you can take a minute to step out and uh, donate to our sponsor, our title sponsor, uh, New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program. Make sure you're tuning in to their uh, channels, newvocations.org, via our website, www.posttimewithmikeandmike.com. You could also donate via our Facebook page uh, at Post Time with Mike and Mike. Um, on Facebook as we are uh, trying to raise uh, some money for our sponsor, New Vocations. Uh, they do some great work, uh, their racehorse adoption program. So make sure you check them out. Uh, that it's something you do not want to miss. We're going to take a quick time out. When we come back, we've got more from Jackson Raceway in a moment. Over the past 25 years, Hoosier Park has revolutionized harness racing across the nation. The action returns Friday, March 30th, with racing every Tuesday through Saturday, starting at 6.30 p.m. Join Revolution at Hoosier Park Racing and Casino. Visit HoosierPark.com for more information.
Coast Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America, hits the road in 2018 by coming to your city starting on Saturday, May 26th for the Camelot Classic at Western Fair Raceway. On Saturday, June 16th, we invade Mohawk Racetrack for the very first time as we broadcast the Pepsi North America Cup. On Sunday, July 8th, is the New Vocations Telethon at Jackson Fairgrounds in Jackson, Michigan. Saturday, July 14th, is our first trip of the year to Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment as we head to the Meadowlands page. On Saturday, August 4th, we return to the Hamiltonian Stakes. We return to Hoosier Park Racing and Casino on Friday, August 10th for the Dan Patch Stakes and back again on Friday, September 21st for the Hoosier Pacing Derby. For more information, visit posttimewithmikeandmike.com. Looking to bet on great racing from around the country and around the world? There's no better place than BetAmerica.com. But there's also no better time to join because right now we're offering a 100% sign-up bonus up to $100 on your first deposit. Simply open a new account at BetAmerica, make your first deposit, and we'll add your bonus immediately. It's that easy. Sign up today at BetAmerica.com. Join Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment for our championship meet that is highlighted on July 14th with Crawford Farms, Meadowlands Pace, and then wraps up on August 4th with our prestigious Hamiltonian. Join us for promotion pack Friday and Saturday nights with post time at 7.15. Test your skills and take a shot at the survivor wager for added gambling fun. For more info, go to playmeadowlands.com. We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Carter alongside of Jessica Utton as we are live from Jackson Raceway in Jackson, Michigan. Race number seven is on the racetrack. Here's the field number one, Virtual Princess, owned and trained by Serena Evans. Art McElmurray is in the Selkie. Number two, Sweet Fancy Moses is owned by Clyde Harris. Clyde Harris trains Phil Peden will be the arrangement. Three, Sweet Donna's Girl. Owned and trained by Jeff Rowley. Jeff Rowley will direct. Four is out by P.L. Adder. Is owned and trained by Serena Evans, the driver of the five. P.L. Adder will be Jack Mitchell. A field of seven going postward. A pair of 14-year-olds. Numbers one and five is Serena Evans' entry. Uh, will Both of them are 14. They must Excuse me, they must retire at the end of the season. Number five, P.L. Adder with 66 career victories, 57 career victories for the one virtual prince. And we're going to set it upstairs now to James Witherite with a live call of race number seven.
number seven here at Jackson Raceway. The 14-year-old owned and trained by Serena Evans is a 14-year-old Bay Gelling by Straight Pass out of the Cam Felimer Theodore's Cam. Bred in Ontario by Prince Lee Akers. We'll take a short time out. When we come back, we'll finish up with race number seven. We'll be back with this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike. Twelve championship races. The captain, not to be denied. One spectacular night. And Father Patrick got a coast home a champion here. Crown 2018 coming to the Downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono. Pitching up the rail, modern legend there, for him again, dead game, clear vision right on the outside, Pet Rock on the inside, photo finish, for him again, and Pet Rock together, run 49 and 2. We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Carter alongside of Jess Scott, and she'll get Winter Circle reaction from the five. PL Adder here in just a moment. She just talked to Serena Evans just a little bit ago, and uh, we'll be uh, talking with her here in just a moment. The Jackson County Commission is the sponsor of race number seven. The eighth race is up next at Jackson. It's the Jackson County Ambulance Pace. It's a field of five. Who will go postward as Daryl Wright will drive number one, Harvey Bear. Later on, you're going to see Daryl Wright and Mariah Wright face off against each other. That's going to be a fun race to watch as Mariah Wright gets her first drive of the afternoon in race number nine. Just a a few races left to go here at Jackson. Obviously, uh, Daryl Wright uh, back in in the 11th race and in the 12th and the final. Let's figure out which race that Daryl and Mariah will 
who faced off against each other. Race number eight is up next here again. It's the Jackson County Ambulance Pace uh, field of five will go postward here at um, Jackson Raceway. We're going to take uh, one very more quick timeout. When we come back, we'll have more from Jackson here in a moment. New Vocations Resource Adoption Program. Retrain, rehab, rehome. New Vocations focuses on adoption as the optimal solution for the large numbers of horses that leave the track each year. The program provides rehabilitation and transitional training to prepare the horses for a productive life beyond racing. Each horse is evaluated for temperament, soundness, and suitability to help ensure a successful adoptive match. New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program, celebrating 25 years and over 6,000 horses placed. Learn more at newvocations.org. We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Carter and Jess Gotten are live on site here at Jackson Raceway as we talk to some of the connections from Jackson Raceway, uh, people who are tied into this racetrack that is closing here at the end of the day. We're going to switch gears uh, now as we talk some Iowa registered two-year-old racing, but um, Something that was kind of interesting was driver Adam Hauser scored his 1,000th career victory. Um, he had 997, a lifetime win, but he scored three on the Iowa program here um, earlier this afternoon. So congratulations to Adam Hauser for scoring career win number 1,000. Um, nickel bag. Uh, up at Woodbine Mohawk Park was the next to join the Millionaires Club. Uh, he became racing's newest millionaire, obviously surpassed the Canadian $1 million mark in career earnings with his 38th career score on Saturday night at Woodbine Mohawk Park. He's known for his gritty performances and did it all on the front end to score in 152-2. and uh, two. The uh, raffles keep on going here in uh, Jackson. Uh, please note that you can uh, buy your tickets uh, on the main concourse level. We know we've been taking a lot of commercial breaks, and um, we know that uh, we've been kind of doing this, but we're kind of doing it on our own. We're kind of freelancing it just a little bit. Hi, Mrs. Otten. How are you? Uh, Jessica's mom stopping by uh, the table here. Um, no scratches, yep. We're kind of take, kind of just winging it by ear, so we appreciate everybody who stuck with us uh, throughout the program. We're going to take another time out. When we come back, you'll have more from Jackson. The Standard Bread Pleasure Horse Organization of New Jersey is proud to present the National Standard Bread Horse Show. Coming up on August 10th, 11th, and 12th at the Horse Park in Allentown, New Jersey. It's fun for the whole family. The fun starts on Friday, August 10th at 6.30 with games and fun divisions featuring the Sam McKee Memorial Barrel Race. Then on Saturday, August 11th, it's Western In-Hand Showmanship, Driving, Roadster, and Dated Divisions. And on Sunday, August 12th, Dressage, English Equitation, Jumping, Hunters Fresh Off the Track, Warhorse, and the Pacing for the Cure 2 Gated Pleasure Class. 
This year's show is in memory of the late, great Sam McKee. For more information, visit us at sphonj.org. That's sphonj.org. It's the National Standard Bread Horse Show, August 10th, 11th, and 12th at the Horse Park in Allentown, New Jersey. Be there! You're tuned in to the Bet America Radio Network. Host Jason Bean brings you new shows every Monday through Friday. We bring you the best personalities from across the racing world with extensive interviews, commentary, news, games, and more. The Barn is revolutionizing what horse racing radio can be. And you can hear new shows at BetAmerica.com or just search Bet America Radio Network on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. Get in the Barn. New Vocations Resource Adoption Program. Retrain, rehab, rehome. New Vocations focuses on adoption as the optimal solution for the large numbers of horses that leave the track each year. The program provides rehabilitation and transitional training to prepare the horses for a productive life beyond racing. Each horse is evaluated for temperament, soundness, and suitability to help ensure a successful adoptive match. New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program, celebrating 25 years and over 6,000 horses placed. Learn more at newvocations.org. This edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. Mike Carter alongside of Jessica Otten. And uh, listen, we're having a blast here at Jackson. There has to probably be a couple of thousand people here. It's really invigorating to kind of see what is going on at uh, Jackson Raceway here today as people are soaking in the action here at Jackson and really enjoying what they're seeing. We're two hours into our broadcast here at Jackson Raceway. You've got Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. The eighth race is up next. It's the Jackson County Ambulance Pace. It's a field of five. There are no changes in the upcoming eighth race. And one thing about everything kind of here at Jackson, I'm watching as everybody's kind of walking around everybody's got smiles on their faces. Everybody's enjoying themselves and everybody seems like they are having an absolute blast here at Jackson. We're going to be talking uh, here in just a little bit to Donna Frizzle. Donna Frizzle will be joining us around 4:30. We're also going to have the foiled again race from Harris, Philadelphia. That is coming up within the next half hour as well. We'll be talking with Jessica, excuse me, Jessica Otten some more. Um, as she's got uh, some interviews that she's going to have and uh, lots more to come on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. One thing that did happen over the weekend on Saturday, Rodeo Romeo scored again in the Great Northeast Series. And what a series this has been in the state of Pennsylvania. It's a series that's went from Pocono to Harris, Philadelphia and back. And Rodeo Romeo became the first three-time winner in any care category of the great northeast open series taking a one 
49 and 4 score in the $30,000 open pacing class event on Saturday night at the Downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono. Eric Carlson left sharply from the inside with the son of rock and roll Hanover, forcing a rare lineup early. Went to uh, the quarter in 26 and 3, three quarters in 21 and 4. Felt some pressure, but uh, in the stretch just really looked uh, sharp and won decisively in 149 and 4. We'll be talking to Winnie Morgan at Nemeth. Here in just a moment as well, uh, she represents New Vocations Racehorse Adoption uh, Program. And one thing about New Vocations is what they do for the standard bred racehorse. They retrain and help rehome some of these horses uh, that are finished their racing careers on the racetrack. And that's just one thing that is just so special about New Vocations, but they rely on your help. Again, please note, you can donate via our website, www.posttimewithmikeandmike.com. You can head to newvocations.org and donate that way. You can also donate via our Facebook page, um, posttimewithmikeandmike.com. Please stop and donate uh, a little bit to New Vocations as they are just, they're the reason why that, um, why they can, you know, help rehome and retrain some of these horses. And they, um, they are very fun um, to kind of deal with. We talk to Winnie on a regular basis, and she tells us about all of these horses that continually progress throughout their careers, and it's just amazing to see what they can do. Excuse me. It's amazing to see what they can do, what they've been able to do, and uh, all of that as well. So make sure you stop by our uh, sponsor's website, newvocations.com. newvocations.org www.posttimewithmikeandmike.com also make sure you visit um, our Facebook page as there is a donate button on our Facebook page as well Jess Gottman is standing by with Jack Mitchell in the back paddock she'll be calling in here momentarily Uh, he won the last race here at Jackson um aboard P.L. Adder, the 14-year-old. And P.L. Adder has 402 career starts, 67 lifetime wins, and uh, Jessica's working to find Jack Mitchell in the back paddock now. Race number eight is the Jackson Community Ambulance Pace. Looking at race number eight, um, it's a field of five, and if I was a betting man in this race, I'd probably go with the four richer than Reno's trained and driven by Ryan Verhage. Ryan Verhage uh, picks up the mount here on number four, richer than Reno. Richer than Reno was second last time out against $4,000 claimers coming from off the pace, just missing by three quarters of a length, coming home in 30 and four to a two-minute mile. So uh, if I had to pick number four, richer than Reno, to um, to race into Victory Lane here at Jackson Raceway, Jeff Scott is going to get Art McElmurray for us here in just a moment. Again, Jessica will be joining us uh, with some reaction from the last race, number five, P.L. Adder. We're also going to be talking to a few people about their stories here at Jackson Raceway. Uh, some of the stories we've heard are unbelievable so far. We've seen a lot of tears, uh, a lot of smiles, a lot of laughs, and we've shared that with some of these people out here. And what an amazing feeling it has been 
to uh, kind of sit down and talk to those people. Jessica is calling in now. She's got standing by with Art McElmurray. Jessica? Hey, guys. Oh, hey, guys. I'm here with driver Art McElmurray. He was actually second in that last race with a virtual princess, but he's another one who got their first pair mutual win here at Jackson Harness Raceway. Arthur, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, it was I was 18 years old in 1976. Uh, I just got my license and I came down and drove uh, for Russell Smith, who from the Jackson area, and uh, he was the uncle of Charlie Smith and Timmy Smith. And uh, he asked me to come down, and, and I drove the horse, and we got very lucky to won. Now, being out there today, what what does it mean to you? Like, what are the emotions? I'm sure it's obviously bittersweet. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, a little emotional right now, yeah. Uh, came here for many, many years. Drove a lot of horses here, and like stake races and two two claimers, uh, just drove all kinds of horses here. And used to love to come down here. Just a great place. Well, thank you for your time and enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks. Back to you, Mike. All right, Jess got doing a fine job in the back paddock getting us our interviews for the day. And uh, we have just a few more races left to go here on the program at Jackson. They're on the racetrack for the eighth race. Let's meet the field number one, Harvey Bear. Zoned by Mariah Wright. Daryl Wright will train and drive the one, Harvey Bear. Bonnie's Jam is owned by Heather Kipke. Gerald Malloy trains and drives the two Bonnie's Jam. We're not going to have time to get through the entire field here. James Witherite with a live call of race number eight. This four nominators of 3,000 in the last 40 seconds, and I'll only see two new four races. So the field's getting stronger as the day gets longer, and it's eight race post time. And that's it. Off the turn, and into the stretch, they're picking up speed. Set for the start. Harvey Bear is going to miss the start by six. He's rough-gated, and they're off. Richer than Reno caught the best start, flanked by Nirvana Gear and Infant Range. Richer than Reno is parked by a breaking Nirvana Gear. And now Richer than Reno is able to work clear as Nirvana Gear is taken back up and is back on a pace. Two back to if it rains and third by three and a half. And Harvey Bear, after missing the start, Harvey Bear has four and a half to make up for Madison. Now, Gerald Mulady says go with if it rains. 
The pace picks up with 5.16 to go. If it rains, under some heavy left-handed encouragement has just taken second. So Richard than Reno is trying to flee the scene. Richard than Reno puts separation on Nirvana gear, but if it rains, is looming large on the outside. Up within three-quarters of a length now as they come to the final furlong. Richard than Reno's lead diminishing to a half. If it rains, pouring it on. Nirvana gears three and a half lengths back in third. Harvey Barrel last. Down to the 150. If it rains, make the race of it. And he gets that blue shadow all in front. If it rains, work to get it done. But he... So if it rains, scores in race number eight. We'll take a short time out. When we come back, we've got more from Jackson Raceway. We've got post time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Every dream has a start, and this one is ours. To trot and pace fast, faster than all the others, and maybe faster than any horse ever has. With every stride, 1,200 pounds of pure equine determination. In every turn, there's a tail. Every bet is a hope. No five-year returns, no annuities, 401ks. Return on investment comes in seconds. Maybe they say that the odds are against you. But you know nothing great comes easy. Winners don't second-guess. They sprint through openings and dig in deeper when the going's tough. No horse ever rides alone. The owners, the driver, the groom, and you. There are no sidelines here. The world is often full of many compromises, but not here. Not on this day. Not in this race. Not with this horse. Not in this sport. Once you feel it, it becomes you. Once you become it, your dream becomes ours. This is Harness Racing. We welcome you to the Harness Racing Fan Zone. See it all for yourself. Feel it in all the passion. Share that experience with others. And be a part of it all. The Harness Racing Fan Zone puts you in the driver's seat. We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Carter alongside of Jess Scott. We're joined now by a, uh, a representative. Uh, she does a lot for New Vocation. I don't even want to call you representative because you do a lot more than just to represent New Vocation. But uh, Winnie Nor- Morgan at Nemeth uh, joining us now. And Winnie, you guys do a, such a fantastic job with your racehorse adoption program. And uh, t- tell us a little bit about what you guys do for our listeners that may not uh, know what happens there. So in New Vocations, we take retired standardbreds and thoroughbreds. We rehab, retrain, and rehome them. Um, we have farms in Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, and Lexington, Kentucky. Um, typically in our program, we have around 140 horses at any time. Um, I usually have about 25 to 35 standardbreds that we are in some process of retraining or ready for adoption at our farm um, in Laurelville, Ohio. And then we also take standard Reds in Saratoga, New York. Now tell us a little bit about your uh, connection to Jackson. Uh, obviously you guys uh, have some Michigan roots. And, uh, tell us a little bit about that. 
Yes, we do. I have a lot of Michigan roots. My uncle, Eddie Morgan, raced at Jackson uh, for many years. My grandpa, Ed Morgan Sr., raced here, as well as my dad, my cousin, Tony Morgan. Um, the Morgan family was here for a long time. Uh, I was brought here to Michigan uh, by my husband, and we had a farm uh, in Saline. So Jackson was a pretty close track for us to come visit. It was actually the first track that I brought my husband to when we were dating. <laughs> Now, obviously, uh, you know, it's very sad to see that Jackson is going to be shuddering after today. But I, let me tell you something. I talked to James earlier. I don't know how he can hear himself think up there. I can barely hear myself in the, cra- in the grandstand here inside. There's got to be at least a couple thousand people out there. It's unbelievable. I cannot believe the people walking up. I parked in the, in the barn area and seeing the grandstand packed. Um, and seeing just people getting their pictures taken with the horses on the backside, um, having the opportunity to be up and close and personal to them is something that I think is really important for the sport. And being that, you know, today's races are matinee races, people can get on the backside and see these horses, and they're just eating it up. I mean, this is really exciting to see. Now, Winnie, obviously, uh, there's several ways to donate uh, to new vocations via the Post Time with Mike and Mike Fund. Uh, currently through our Facebook page, uh, there's, a donate, there's a donate button on our Facebook page. Obviously, they can go to our website, but how else can they donate to the cause? Um, they can donate through our website, which is newvocations.org backslash donate. Um, and you can also learn how to donate a horse to the program. Then we will work on finding them a new home if they're retiring from racing. Um, but pretty much everything's on our website, newvocations.org. All right. Well, Winnie, we certainly appreciate it. Stay, stand by. I got something else for you, but we're going to take a quick time out. When we come back, you've got more from Jackson Raceway in a moment. Post time. Gates moving. They're off and it is on. Every year, the Harness Horse Youth Foundation travels the country to share the love of harness racing with the next generation. The Harness Horse Youth Foundation educates, introducing youth to new friends and opportunities. The Harness Horse Youth Foundation has been a positive influence in the lives of thousands of young people since 1976. Learn how you can support bringing kids and horses together, building a stronger future for the sport. Visit hhyf.org. That's hhyf.org. At Bet America, we don't do promotions only for new players. As a regular player at BetAmerica.com, you can take advantage of several promotions each week. Go to BetAmerica.com slash extra and visit our promotions calendar and find out how you can get double wager reward points on our featured tracks. It's just another reason why it's time to play the Bet America way. Looking to bet on great racing from around the country and around the world? There's no better place than BetAmerica.com. But there's also no better time to join because right now we're offering a 100% sign-up bonus up to $100 on your first deposit. Simply open a new account at BetAmerica, make your first deposit, and we'll add your bonus immediately. It's It's that easy. easy. Sign up today at BetAmerica.com.
We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Carter alongside of Jess Gotten, and Jess Gotten is standing by with the winning driver from the last race, Jason Maladay. Jessica, go ahead and take it away. Thanks, Mike. I'm here with winning driver Jason Maladay. Jason, you kind of grew up around here racing growing up. What did it mean to you to be driving back here today, let alone get the win? That was a great feeling. A lot of great memories here. I mean, the, the grandstands is packed. Um, does it bring back, like, what it was kind of back in the old days? It's kind of sad now to see how far it's, like, kind of gone down, but it's amazing to see all those people out there. Absolutely. It's it's amazing. Lots, thousands and thousands of people. All right. Well, thank you for your time. Congratulations on your win. Back to you, Mike. Thanks, Jason. All right, Jessica, thanks so much. Talking to the winning connections from the eighth race. Again, foiled again. race will be up very soon. Uh, we'll be talking to him about his career win number 100 uh, coming up here in just a little bit. We'll be talking to, or excuse me, hopefully uh, dealing with the foiled again career win number 100. We're hoping uh, for Crystal Sarah and Jennifer Maine to come by here in just a moment. All right, we are going to be, we are joined at the table. Yeah, come on, have a seat. We're joined now by, uh, listen, we haven't met in person, so welcome, nice to meet you finally. But uh, Crystal Sarah from a a long-storied Michigan horseman. And listen, you you guys do a fantastic job helping to support the sport of harness racing um, in Michigan. But, you know, we've been talking a little bit on the program throughout the day. Just, you know, it's a bittersweet moment for Jackson, but it's incredible. Incredible to see how many people are here at the track. Yeah, um, I, I got here at around 9:30 to, to set up our booth here for the MHHA, and uh, was blown away at around uh, you know 9:30, 10 o'clock. I saw cars starting to roll in. I was like, oh, okay, maybe just the helpers coming in. And then at 11 o'clock, more. I mean, there's a set, steady stream of cars. I mean, they're jam packed. We had a hard time getting back into the barn area, and then to be up in the grandstands and to see it packed and. I was up in the announcer's booth um, for the first race and just to hear like the crowd just roar. And I'm like, holy smokes, this is like, must've been like in a seventies racing in Michigan, you know, just incredible, incredible job that Mike way and and everybody on that committee did to to bring this event to life. Now, when I talked to James earlier, I told him, I said, man, I don't know how you can hear yourself think up there because I can barely hear myself in here when the race goes off. It's absolutely incredible. And like you said, it had to be like it was in the 70s. I mean, I wasn't around during that time period. And, you know, I, I he- always hear the stories of people, oh, man, you should have seen it back in the 60s and 70s. There's just so many people. Just incredible to see the crowd that's really turned out. Yeah, I, and I think it's, you know, proof that, that racing is not dead in Michigan. I, I, I see it a lot on social media and, and in the forums and things like that, that people like to beat up on Michigan. And, and it's certainly not dead. We're certainly struggling. Uh, with legislation and kind of being crippled there a little bit, but we're still working hard at it. And if we can get some changes here in November, I'm, I'm confident we'll we'll come back to be what we were or better. Now, speaking of that, uh, Mike actually just sent me a question. He said he wants to know what's going on from a legislative point of view. Uh, what can you tell us about that? Yep. So, um, so it's an election year. Um, so, um, you know, uh, we've got people in the House and the Senate, and we've obviously got a governor's race here going on in Michigan, too, in November. So uh, we're looking at hopefully getting our ADW bill moved in the Senate, and there's a lot of other gaining bills happening. Obviously, you guys are well aware uh, the Supreme Court overturned the sports wagering, and everybody's kind of, you know, trying to get their hands in that pot and, and see how it works out, and that's certainly no different here in Michigan. And 
Uh, we're hoping we can continue to work with our legislators and uh, our governor and make them understand the economic impact we have here. I mean, certainly this event is highlighting that fact. Um, so we're, we're going to work really hard and make a big push in Lansing in November um, during lame duck when everyone kind of election year. So they'll move out and new people will move back in and, and hopefully we get some stuff done. So uh, working really hard to, to move that forward. Now, obviously with, with Hazel Park closing, it's kind of thrown a wrench into, you know, horse racing in Michigan a little bit. But one thing I, I talked to Tim Sackett a little while ago and, and he said, it's unbelievable the jump in live handle that they've seen at Northville Downs. Uh, and obviously uh, you, you, you have a lot of connection at Northville Downs. Tell us what it's been like at Northville over the past uh, couple of months since the uh, closing of Hazel Park. Yeah, so I was in Hawaii when I got the call that um, that, that Hazel had closed, and, and it was it was quite a shock to me. Um, it's never good to hear a racetrack close, even though they had converted to thoroughbred. It's never good to lose a track. Um, but yeah, we the first weekend um, that they were Northville was running and Hazel was not, we saw a double in handle. Um, same thing, obviously, when um, they mentioned that they're obviously under contract with the, with the home builders, the, the live handle maintains consistency. So they're probably staying around 40, 45 on live every night. Um, and that's, you know, ten to $15,000 more a night than when the both tracks are running at the same time. So that's the positive. I mean, it's only a 30-minute drive from that area, Hazel Park, Warren area, over to Northville. So I think people kind of realize that, nah, maybe it's not as bad of a drive as what I thought it was. Now, crowd size, I mean, we, we, we talked about this crowd, but have you, have you noticed, like, any sort of crowd change, like, especially on, like, the weekends? Yeah, there's more people out on the apron, for sure. Um, it's not an open-air facility like this grandstand, so you got a lot more people um, in the lower grandstands and out on the apron. Um, and you can see them from the paddock, and you can hear them from the paddock. So, so you've definitely seen the, the numbers change there. And then Northville's really kind of stepped up their game on their social media efforts. And, um, you know, I kind of help out with their Twitter page to some degree. I know Jessica Otten helps out to a degree. Um, but their Facebook has really picked up, and, and I think that's helped. Uh, a lot. Listen, you guys are doing a heck of a job here in Michigan, and like I, I, this is my first trip to a Michigan track, uh, and I, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, just everybody in general. And listen, I, I wish you guys nothing but the best because I mean, you guys have some great racing out here. Yeah, no, thank, and thanks for coming out here. I mean, the, the more exposure we can get to people, the to kind of prove everybody wrong that you know <laughs> we're down but we're not out. So. All right, Crystal. We certainly appreciate you joining us. Enjoy the rest of the afternoon. Great, thanks. All right, that was Crystal Sarah from the MHHA here in Michigan. And, um, I tell you what, what a great uh, story she just told about what's going on and what's happening here in the state of Michigan. They're about to finish up race number nine. It's the memory of Phil Tripp Senior product, the Billing Amateur Series here at Jackson Raceway. We'll be back in just a moment. We've got Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Winback Farms yearlings are born to compete and raised to win. Be sure to check out our lineup to take advantage of opportunities in slot and rich states. Our yearlings are eligible in Delaware, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Ontario, and Pennsylvania. Our 2018 sales schedule kicks off in Goshen on September 9th, followed by Lexington October 2nd through the 6th, London October 13th to the 14th, Harrisburg November 5th to the 7th, and the Harrisburg Mix Sale on November 8th. For more information, visit winbackfarm.com. That's Winback 
BetAmericaRadioNetwork.com. You're tuned in to the Bet America Radio Network. Host Jason Bean brings you new shows every Monday through Friday. We bring you the best personalities from across the racing world with extensive interviews, commentary, news, games, and more. The Barn is revolutionizing what horse racing radio can be. And you can hear new shows at BetAmerica.com or just search Bet America Radio Network on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. Get in the Barn. Are you a student looking to log volunteer hours or just someone interested in spending free time giving back in your local community? Pacing for the Cure could use your help. We need volunteers at local events to help with fundraising and to assist with the annual dinner party planning activities. Please email Janine at pacingforthecure.org for more information. Again, that's Janine at pacingforthecure.org. Mike? Pacing for the Cure annual sponsorship opportunities are available on the pacingforthecure.org website under the donor tab. Choose your sponsorship level or customize your own sponsorship package. This is a great time to reserve a table sponsorship at the annual Pacing for the Cure fundraising dinner party in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania in November. As always, there will be great food, entertainment, and prizes at the annual event. Visit pacingforthecure.org. We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Carter alongside of Jessica Otten and Patricia Miller, who was our first interview, just scored in the Billings Series. Aboard number one, Keep the Cash. She owns number one, Keep the Cash, and it is trained by Keith Crawford. It's the 21st career score and career start 152, and it's the fourth victory of 2018. Again, Patricia Miller, who stopped earlier to uh, talk with us, wins race number nine, so it's really cool, and uh, we'll get Jess Gotten uh, to stand with her uh, reaction here in a moment. Race number 10 is up next. Three races left to go on the Jackson Raceway program. Race number 10 is sponsored by the United States Trotting Association. Race number 10 is the United States Trotting Association. Pace a field of five will go postward here. It's a non-winners of 2100 last four pacing event and sponsored by the United States Trotting Association. It's a field of five and be talking to excuse me, Mariah Wright is going to be driving uh, coming up here soon. We want, we're going to follow her around just a little bit. We'll get to that here in just a moment. There you go. Okay, Descott will be getting it, Keith. Crawford and um, the trainer of number one, Keep the Cash, winning the Billings event in the ninth race, the In Memory of Phil Tripp Senior Trot. Looking at new race number 10, there are no changes. And I was starting to talk there about Mariah Wright, but um, she is not in this race. Neither is Daryl Wright. And uh, Mike Way is uh, stopping by the table. Mike, you got a minute? Come on by. 
Mike was an integral part of putting this whole thing together, and uh, they have done a fantastic job of getting this whole thing together. Mike, listen, I don't know how James can hear himself think up there, and, and I'll tell you what, I can hear them in here during each race. You guys have got to be happy and got to be proud as to what's going on outside right now. We, we, are, we are so excited. We, you know, we, we thought maybe two to 3,000 people. We got well over 5,000 people here today, and the, the, the excitement, the crowd's just pumped. I mean, I, I've been able to watch a couple races, but the first race when the starter let those horses go, they just—it was the noise was deafening, but it was just—it's it, been a great day. Obviously, a lot of work went into putting this together and getting this put on, and the horsemen really responded. And that's something I noticed. Uh, you guys got—you guys have full fields, four and five horses in every race. That's amazing to see the response from the horsemen. It is. It is, and we—I I think I told the story that uh, our, our second meeting back in March, we uh, we talked, and Claudia Davison who's really done a yeoman's job on this. I mean, Claudia is just, I can't say enough good things about Claudia, but she, she said, we need to meet early before our meeting starts. And so I said, okay, she's got in. She said, Mike, we need to cancel this. I, I don't think we're going to even get 30 horses in here. And I said, you know, let's, let's give it one more month, Claudia. And you know, we got on social media and, you know, Claudia and Daryl Wright and Kim Pluta, you know, they worked to work on the horsemen and, the horsemen really just started buying in it. And then, you know, you hear this, oh, I, you know, I have to race one more time. And, if, you know, when they're unloading their horses this morning, I got to talk to a lot of them. And they just said, it is so neat to be here back in Jackson to race one more time. So they said, you know, Mike, the, the toughest part is at 6 o'clock when we have to ro- load our horses up and, and drive out of here. And I think there's going to be a few tears going on. You know, we've talked to a few of the horsemen and a few of the fans and, you you see some of those tears kind of come out in people. We talked to, actually, we did talk to Patricia Miller uh, at the start of our program, and, you know, she talked to us about some of the stories. There's just so many memories to a racetrack like this, and even though there's no betting, there's no wagering, just to see the smiles and the excitement on some of the fans' faces has been fun to watch. Yeah, pro- probably the one story that I'm hearing over and over, and I've been hearing over and over for three, four months, is my parents brought me to Jackson when I was a kid and I want to bring my kids so they can see what I grew up with. And that, that was, it's just so awesome. I, it's, it's just been a great day. Well, Mike, listen, we certainly appreciate you guys having us out and uh, letting us uh, broadcast live out here. Uh, it's been a lot of fun and uh, you know, it, it's sad to see it go, but uh, I'm glad to see as many people showed up as they have. Well, we, we love your support. Glad you made it. And we're, we're privileged to have you guys, you know, come see us. And I mean, you guys, you know, hit all the major races <laughs> throughout the United States. And, you know, it, I guess that sort of puts the topper on our event that you guys would willing, be willing to come here and witness it. Well, listen, we certainly appreciate it. And uh, listen, great job on putting this event appreciate together. It. Thanks. Thanks, Mike. Mike Way, who is the integral part of putting this whole thing together. And uh, we certainly appreciate everybody who allowed us to excuse me, allowed us to come out here and to broadcast um, from Jackson Raceway. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I know everybody has listened to me for the last uh, two and a half hours, but uh, we certainly appreciate everybody sticking in and uh, tuning in with us. And the other voice you've been hearing is our friend and colleague, Jess Gotten, and Jessica standing by with Keith Crawford. 
Hi, Mike. I'm standing by with trainer of the winning horse in the last race, Keep Your Cash in the Billings. He's talked to us a little bit back in the, the day, I guess you could say. You said you had your first pair mutual drive here? Yeah, 1966 is my first pair mutual race. Um, tell us a little bit about growing up and driving here over the years. Well, I uh, started racing here right at the end of the meet, and that was the first year they opened up Aurora Downs down in Chicago. And uh, me and two, three, four of the young guys that were racing here decided to go down there and went down and raced for the winter, froze our butts off, came back and raced here in the summer and started just kept going from there. Now, to see the crowds here today, what, is it, what does it mean to you to be back here to race just one last time? Oh, it's great. Uh, this was always a fun place to race. Everybody had a good time here. Uh, it was just it's nice to put this thing together and have this go like it is. Well, congratulations on your win. Good luck with your drive, and thank you for your time. Back to you, Mike. Thank you, Crawford. Thank you, Jessica. Again, you hear the integral things constantly over and over again, people sharing their stories, telling us how it was back then and how much uh, how much they are enjoying racing here at Jackson. Daryl Wright will be up next uh, with Jess Gotten. Uh, she's back in the paddock. She is working uh, extremely hard to get those interviews back there. And um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and she's done a fantastic job. She's standing by now with Daryl Wright. Okay, guys, I'm here with uh, Daryl Wright, who's uh, a little busy right this second, so give me two seconds. Um, he uh, grew up in Jackson, and um, he had a couple horses race here today, and he was able to watch his daughter race here today in um, race uh, in the Billings Amateur. Um, so hold on just a second, and he'll be uh, with us. All right, I'm now joined with trainer, driver, owner, Daryl Wright. Daryl, what does it mean to you to be back here today? I know you uh, grew up around here. What, what is it like to be back? Uh, really, it's very exciting. I, I went out and warmed up the first one today, and I actually had some chills run up my spine. The crowd was amazing. I saw them lined out the south end of the grandstand waiting to get in. Just uh, been a while since I've had that feeling racing a horse. Um, now, what does it mean to watch Mariah drive here like in your colors? Is it like kind of obviously sentimental, a little bit of speed? Yes, uh, it's, it's really very exciting. She's having a blast with it. Uh, would have liked to have given her a little more power today, but she got around there good, got a check, so uh, we're happy. Now, do you have any more left today, or was, are you guys all done? I think, yeah, we're we're done. All right, well, thank you for your time, and thanks for everything that you did with the JTV, getting the word out there, and I'll see you back in Indy. Right. Thank you. <laughs> back to you, Mike. Thanks, All right. Thank you, Jessica. We're joined now by Donna Frizzle. And listen, you you came by our table earlier, and uh, you've got a lot of memories from uh, Jackson as well. It's just incredible. Talk to us a little bit about... In the uh, 1980s, I trained a little mare for... Uh, oh, I'm so, I'm so hot. <laughs> I trained a mare, Bernie's Verna, for, for Jack Richards, and she won Sire Stakes and and one fifty, uh, one fifty six. She paid fifty. She she won a fifty six thousand dollars for the race, and we were all so proud. And uh, I'm eighty years old, and I'm still doing what I love to do. And uh, poor poor Jack, he took a stumble and he fell and and he got pneumonia, and he's no longer with us. But he was a great great guy. Always called me Miss Donna. 
Madonna, talk about Jackson today. I mean, what an incredible crowd that we can see out there. And, oh. you know, it, it's just incredible. It, it, it kind of brings you back to the heyday of racing. Oh, if we only had the people, the wonderful people that came out today, if we only had that at North or wherever we get to race, it would be beautiful. But I think we've maybe built some new fans, and, uh, and they did a great job of promoting this. And they had a petting horse so people could go back in the barn and see the horses and pet them and took pictures. And it was a fun, fun day. I was just getting ready to ask you about that. You know, they, they have worked very hard on putting promotions together. And I talked to Mariah right a little bit ago, and she was telling me about the jog cart ride. She goes, you know, when we priced it, we, you know, we knew we'd get some people, but we couldn't believe oh. how many people wanted to take one trip around this racetrack. They did. And, and, and like, like I say, I'm 80 years old. I was so happy to win with P.L. Adder tonight <laughs> and patted him. That's why I'm a little late. No, it's okay. <laughs> but, no, and, no. and I called him out. But, the, see, you know, I've done it all my life. I started doing this in 1956 and when I got out of high school. In fact, I did it even a couple of years before I got out of high school. And it, it, the horses are such a, uh, they keep you alive a long time by working with them, working with the people that you work with. And it, there's nothing better for a young person that doesn't want to be a doctor or something else to get into this business. Because it's, it's, it's a good business to be in, and it's a fun business. Well, listen, we certainly appreciate you taking time out. Thanks for rushing back over. And uh, okay. listen, congratulations on the uh, victory. Thank you very much. All right. And, uh, you know, listen, um, some more great stories from Jackson. Uh, you know, it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's sad um, to see a racetrack close. And we'll be talking to Mike Bozich here in just a little bit. We'll talk to Jess Gott in a little bit more. It's always sad to see a racetrack close, but to hear some of the stories from these people, hear some of the people talk about Jackson Raceway and the things going on. It's just incredible. Incredible, incredible, incredible. We're going to take a short time out. When we come back, Foiled Again's race is next at Harrah's Philadelphia. You've got post time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. The Harness Horse Youth Foundation has the power to bring a life-changing experience to any child. We introduce youth to the horses and skills that build confidence, friendships, and a lifelong love of harness racing. The Harness Horse Youth Foundation has been a positive influence in the lives of thousands of young people since 1976. Check with the complete list of Harness Horse Youth Foundation camps and activities at hhyf.org. That's hhyf.org. Post time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America hits the road in 2018 by coming to your city starting on Saturday, May 26th for the Camelot Classic at Western Fair Raceway. On Saturday, June 16th, we invade Mohawk Racetrack for the very first time as we broadcast the Pepsi North America Cup. On Sunday, July 8th is the New Vocations Telethon at Jackson Fairgrounds in Jackson, Michigan. Saturday, July 14th is our first trip of the year to Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment as we head to the Meadowlands page. 
On Saturday, August 4th, we return for the Hamiltonian Stakes. We return to Hoosier Park Racing and Casino on Friday, August 10th for the Dan Patch Stakes and back again on Friday, September 21st for the Hoosier Pacing Derby. For more information, visit posttimewithmikeandmike.com. This edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. Mike Carter alongside of Jess Scott will be joined here momentarily by Mike Bozich. Mike Bozich will be joining us here in just a moment as we cover the foiled again race at Harris of Philadelphia. And um, we'll be getting the race call. And if foiled again, can pull it off once again. Excuse me. If foiled again, can pull off a victory. It'll be career win number 100. Again, foiled again is up next here in just a couple of moments. And uh, we'll be talking to Mike Bozich here momentarily. We want to thank uh, all these supporters of Jackson Raceway, the United States Trotting Association, the MHHA. We'd also like to thank JTV, Jackson County Fair Board, in memory of Phil Tripp, Senior Jackson Community Ambulance, Jackson Community Commission, Dunnigan Brothers, Jackson County Fair Board, in loving memory of Roy and Carol Shane. We'd also like to thank Tripp's Auto and Collison, American One Credit Union, and Basic Industrial Recycling, Thank you for helping to make Jackson Raceway what it was here this afternoon. The 11th race is up next. The Pacers will be up here in just a moment. It'll be a field of five going up postward. Don Harmon on the one. Daryl Wright drives the four. Keith Crawford on the two. Kim Pluta on the five. Some of these guys have won a race already here this afternoon. Once again, we're going to be joining Mike Bozich here in the broadcast booth at Harris, Philadelphia here in just a moment as uh, foiled again, the pacer with 99 career victories over $7 million made will be racing in a race number 13 at Harris, Philadelphia. He drew post one, obviously a tougher, uh, excuse me, a tough field. Uh, fill your boots is no slouch for post number five. Uh, too darn hot from post four might be a little bit tough as well, but foiled again gets post number one uh, at Harris, Philadelphia, and Mike Bozich gets a chance to call some racing history. Foiled again, currently one victory on the season with a mark of 55 and two over a half mile track has made $20,000 this year in 11 starts has hit the board a ton of times. Um, so far this season has gotten a check a bunch of times, excuse me, has hit the board five of 11 starts just under the 50% margin. So it'll be interesting to see if foiled again can pull off the victory against a strong field. Yannick Jingra will pick up the drive for trainer Ron Burke. Also in the field is Brody for Sean Beer, Preservant, Joe Bongiorno in the sulky, David Miller in Too Darn Hot, Tim Tietrick at Fill Your Boots, Marcus Miller, and here comes Swifty, Seven Artsma and Brett Miller, and the 8-6 gun 
and driver Andrew McCarthy, who just scored his 2,000th career victory at the Meadowlands just recently. Well, Mike Bozich joins us now, and Mike, listen, uh, they, I'm glad you're finally here. They Two and a half hours of me is a little rough, uh, so I'm glad somebody else is around. <laughs> Mike, you did a fantastic job. It was really, really uh, good. It continues to be real good, and hats off to all the fine Michigan folks that have made Jackson happen. You know, you have to keep in mind that they're, they're not really racing for any money. They're racing for blankets, and they race to put on a show. That's what Jackson was always about, and that's what it is going to be about as it's going to be remembered on its final day, Mike. All right. Well, the um, we're going to have an inter- we're going to stick an interview right in the middle here. How long do we have to post uh, for Foiled again? We've got about four minutes to post time. The clock just reached zero with a four minute drag, and uh, they're warming up right now. So go ahead, Mike. Well, listen, uh, we're going to talk to Mariah Wright here in just a moment. Uh, Jess Cotton is getting her now. And Mariah Wright, Mike, uh, joined our program a couple of weeks ago. And I'll tell you what, she's done a fantastic job driving. And uh, until today, um, you know, she only had uh, she only, she had two career wins and two career starts. And Jess Cotton is standing by with Mariah Wright. Hey, guys, I'm here with driver Mariah Wright in the billing. She didn't get her win today, but the horse race good. What does it mean to you to, like, drive here in the footsteps of your father? And, you know, you've been growing up here all your life. Well, I've never gotten to drive here, but I grew up in the paddock office. You know, we all hung out in the grandstands and everywhere else around here. So just being able to go in front of that crowd was just absolutely amazing. And I now understand. I got to see it from the backside, but I never got to see it from the grandstands before or from the racetrack before how that grandstand is. Your dad said he'd never been so excited to drive a horse than he was today just because of the crowd. Can you agree with him? Absolutely. You go in front of that stands and it just gives you goosebumps. That's exactly what he said. I'm not even kidding. All right. Thank you for your time. And uh, you go grass your horse. Back to you, Mike. All right. Thanks, Jessica. And uh, Mike, I got to tell you what, Jessica Otten has done a fantastic job all day of getting us our interviews and, uh, getting people to talk about uh, Jackson and what it's meant to them. Yeah, certainly. It's uh, just a a great family thing. You know, Jackson was always a great family place. I think you've heard a lot of those stories uh, over the interviews that uh, you've done throughout the course of the day. And, and, uh, you know, like I say, it's bittersweet. It's really sad to see it go, but boy, did it go out with a roar. And I do mean a literal roar because uh, I'll tell you what, Mike, over the broadcast, you can hear the crowd just, uh, you know, cheering on those horses. And once again, no betting. There's no betting there. So there, it's strictly for the love of the sport, not only for the fans, but for the horsemen as well. All right. Well, Mike, uh, six to five currently on foiled again. Uh, Brody is 25 to one, two to one on the seven artsma. Who do you think is winning this race here? Well, I'll tell you, Foiled again, obviously looks, he always does, very businesslike in his warm-ups. Now, 14 years old, he's certainly been around the racetrack a time or two. As a matter of fact, he's been around the racetrack about 315 times. But the starting gate's getting ready to move into motion now. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to go ahead and turn the headset on, and we'll see if Foiled again can capture win number 100. All right, buddy, good luck. I call. 13 race wagers. Last chance to wager on race number 13 here at Allen's Philadelphia. Call 13 race wagers. Condition pacers honing in on the Norton Shoemaker starting vehicle. Could this be the one for foiled again? The all time richest harness racehorse looks for his 100th career win. He is 6 to 5 right now at the present starting from post one. The gate is rolling. Three to one on seven Artsma. Go four to ones right now. Three Perseverance and four. Two darn hot field. 
is up and over the bridge now and towards the starting point. And here we go, race number 13 from Harris, Philadelphia. There, off and pacing. Perseverance and foiled again, left well for the lead, and foiled again is being driven aggressively. Racing in third and dropping down Brody from the outside. Artsum is in search of an early seat, but foiled again wants to control his own destiny as they round the turn and he spurts away. The lead by a length and a half. Perseverance settles into second. Artsum is parked out and looking perhaps to take the tuck in the three hole in front of Brody, shy of the quarter, and will. Two darn hot races, fifth and sixth position. Fill your boots, 27 and two for the opening quarter, so foiled again is on top. He will control his own fate, and he's up by a length and a half. Perseverant races second. Artsma found the three-hole. Brody stays to the inside fourth. Here comes the outer flow now, led by two darn hot, who's uncovered fifth. Failure Boots is in behind him as they make their way towards the half. Here comes Swifties at the inside seventh, and six on his third over. About eight lengths away from leader, foiled again, who's up by a length and a half now. Halftime, 56 and four. Shingra got the second quarter that he wanted. 29 and 2. Up the bank stretch, foiled again by 2. Perseverance races second. On the outside, two darn hots trying to get closer. Third, starting to be driven along now. Inside, Artsma starts to look for racing room fourth. And now, bearing off the pocket, here comes Perseverance after leader, foiled again. So, foiled again leads by three parts. Perseverance taking his aim now. Up the inside, Artsma. Opportunistic moves through into a vacated pocket. Three quarters, 125 and 2. As they round the final turn, inside, Brody. Looks for racing room fourth. Too darn hot is gapped off cover fifth. Top of the stretch. Foiled again. Set down for the drive. Shingra's asking the veteran for all he's got as they straighten away. Outside Perseverance moves up alongside. Foiled again under a high rain. Outside Perseverance. Inside it's Artsma. But it's foiled again. The Iron Horse has cemented his legacy. Perseverance was second. Artsma finished third. Foiled again in one three 100 career wins all right mike bozich how do you like that my friend what planet am i on right now <laughs> that is all i can ask wow what a call win one number 100 buddy how about it well, it's not about the call. It's about the horse. Foiled again, went out there and got it. Done it 100 times. Unbelievable. And, you know, Perseverant took a shot at three quarters. He pulled the pocket, and he didn't have all that much horse. Artsma was the one that was the worry. He was in the three-hole, and he slid up the passing lane. But as they come to the top of the stretch, Shingra got what he wanted out of Foiled again. He got the second quarter that he wanted, first and foremost. But a cool moment, a fist pump right at the wire. For Yannick Shingra, foiled again, has won win number 100. It was an awesome, awesome sight. Listen, it was all drive by Yannick Shingra. All drive because he got the, he said this, like you said, he controlled his own destiny. And Shingra has said before, Mike, that, uh, you know, he, he, he doesn't like to go those super fast fractions anymore. He's got to kind of sit back off the pace a little bit. And uh, boy, did he get it his own way. 29 and two second quarter. And then again, and then again, Mike, in the third quarter, I mean, just absolutely amazing performance by the gutsy foiled again. It certainly is. And, Mike, there's going to be a presentation in the winner's circle, Barry Brown, the 
uh, racing general manager here at Harris, Philadelphia, along with uh, Joe Osher, the race secretary. And Mike, this uh, winner's circle is filling up. I think the only time I've seen the winner's circle more full at Harris, Philadelphia was a couple of years ago when Wiggle It Jiggle It won the invitational here on Stakes Day. But a uh, lot of cameras out. This is this is truly awesome, Mike. This is really, really a cool thing to see. Listen, leave us with you. I want to. We want to hear the. Uh, we want to hear the winner's circle. Uh, the winter circle induction. So we're going to keep you on here, my friend. For the 100th time, 14-year-old building by Dragon again at the Arts Place, now in a safe place, led by Barb Matthews, or bred by Barb Matthews, owned by Burke Racing, Weaver Brusemi, J.J. Joe Coy, great guy, Ron Burke, the winning trainer, Yannick Shinra, of course. The winning driver, as Hoyle again, enters the winner's circle for the 100th time. This horse made his debut for these connections. They bought him for $62,500, made his debut over the Soto in a fifth-place finish, an upper-condition level event. And Hoyle begins going to take a spin in front of the stand. So take a look at... Perhaps the great, the greatest harness horse of all time. Certainly the richest. Foiled again, getting a huge round of applause from the audience here at Harris, Philadelphia. And once again, the winner's circle is jam-packed as well. So congratulations. 100 wins for the great, and I do mean great, foiled again. Mike, this is something. I gotta ask, what's the crowd like on the apron right now? Well, I'll tell you what, the the crowd is certainly coming out of the building right now. They're all getting on the fence, taking a look at foiled again. And I'll tell you there's a lot of a lot of cameras out, which in this day and age means cell phones. But uh, a lot of cameras out taking pictures. And I'll tell you what, I think every cell phone in the place is being used right now, Mike, so of course, Listen, has a I'm, camera device, but why not? I'm here watching the feed, Mike, and it's just so amazing to see what they're doing. To let's see, let's hear the roar from the Jackson crowd as James Witherite announces the foiled again scores career 100, and the crowd goes the crowd goes nuts here at Jackson. And I'll tell you what, people love this. It's just incredible to see uh, just to see everything he's been able to do. Yeah, no question about it. And once again, he's getting another round of applause, and he goes into the winner's circle. Yannick Shingra getting a big hug, a lot of emotion right there in the winner's circle. It's it's just a great, great sight. Once again, Yannick Shingra, connections are foiled again in the winner's circle right now. Special presentation made by the director of racing, here at Harris, Philadelphia, Joe Osher, Barry Brown, the assistant race secretary, Rob Pennington, to the connections of Foiled Again and Yannick Shingra. 100 career wins for perhaps the greatest horse to ever step on a racetrack. Certainly the richest, with earnings over $7.5 million. Again, congratulations to all the connections. Foiled Again wins. For the one hundredth time. And Mike, I think that's a wrap from here. <laughs> I don't really know what else to say, but I know that the emotions here are very, very high. It's uh, really cool to see.
spoiled again, pick up that 100th win right here. Well, listen, I have to ask you, obviously, um, you know, the race call is uh, an integral part to anything historical, but, you know, it's all about the horse. We've talked about that, but what does it mean to be able to, you know, snapshot that uh, for a moment? Well, you know, I told you it would be the, it's, it's very cool to do that. And, and honestly, it's just as cool to watch a horse like foiled again race here. And, you know, just to be able to, to call that win is unbelievable. That's, that's really, really cool. I mean, I, I can't put it into words, but like I say, it's all about the horse and, you know, I didn't even do prices. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even do prices, Mike. And, and quite frankly, I'm not going to because. Well, listen, listen, man, go, go soak it in. I'll call you after the broadcast. That uh, fantastic job. Um, we're going to get some video coverage of the last race here, at Jackson. Great job, my friend. All right. Sounds good. And hey, listen, you guys did a great job out there. And it's a bittersweet moment because, you know, I spent 10 years of my life in Michigan and, you know, hats off to them people, too. All right, Mike Bozich getting the call foiled again to his 100th career score. You heard it here first on Post Time with Mike and Mike. The breaking news that foiled again scores win number 100. We're going to end this thing about 10 minutes early. Join us on Facebook Live as we will get the last race ever to be held at Jackson Raceway on our Facebook Live. Thanks so much for joining us over the past couple of hours. We've had a lot of fun. We'll see you next time on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Stay here I know